those squirrels look really nervous. So whatever is over there, I'm pretty sure we don't want to meet it. It's probably something really, really bad and scary. Well, now I want to. Last time on Titans and Tribulations. So the dead people are back. That's good. Not quite dead, apparently. Mystery. I have a job for you. I... I am why they hired you. Diplomacy. Danger is coming. And I try to sing back. What danger? Diction. What exactly was that? It's called a wib nobbler. Wob nibbler. Wood wobbler. Wibbler. Wib nobbler. Wib nobbler. Wibby noobler. Wobble wobble. Water burgers. Courage. I'm not making you do anything. Y'all could have run away. We're surrounded by twig bites. Jeremus tries to eat one. Romance again. Convince them to run a little bit closer. So give me a persuasion check for how you try to convince them. Featuring John Carmack as Kareth Burchard. Once more, I my hair goes and and here we go. And, and. An 11 misses. But what a miss. We've got Lauren Urban as Atie Morgenstern. So I can get right up by his face. Harder to shoot a bow and arrow right in somebody's face. That's valid. Sequoia Johnson as Wayne Dawnblossom. I am Terrence. You are Smarthorn. Wayne is what most people call me, but Smarthorn will do if that's what you call <laughs> And Jenny Smith as Zane Belair. Oh, no. I always love lounging while I travel. <laughs> yeah. And now, an all-new episode with Dungeon Master Casey Sherman. Thank you. That was the hand I needed. This is Titans and Tribulations. So you'll have to take my word for it. Those are great jokes that you could not hear because my audio mixing was, let's call it F minus, shall we? Uh, but I will post, when I post the archive on YouTube, I will I will mix the audio correctly on the highlights video and you will be able to hear those jokes. And on the YouTube podcast. doesn't have to be an accurate representation of what occurred. John really yeah. enjoyed the music in that highlight video. And he just <laughs> Movie magic. I'd, I'd give you a D for diploma. John. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And for D and D. Thank you. Yes. You get a pair of D's. Yeah. Two D's for you. Which Kara has. (laughs) And now your host, Casey Sherman. (laughs) Hello, everybody. Welcome to session six, which is hard to believe, of Titans and Tribulations. Uh, Our newly minted Titans, when offered their first job or a break from their trials, chose to sleep and have a spa day and get to know each other and explore the keep and and get to know the town a bit better, each individually in different ways. Uh, Throughout the day when when they chose to take a break, the sky got a bit darker and some strange things started appearing from what seemed to be realms that shouldn't be there. Uh... There were uh, uh, adventures inside the keep and outside. Uh, Terrence, the local portrol, informed them that their first job was actually from him. Uh, and there's some portal, it seems, to the northwest where wrongdoing is happening. Uh, Zane, getting in touch with his uh, inner guide, led the way by cart to a swamp, which 
Uh, as far as Karif knew, recently was a road, uh, and the group barely circumvented a hungry ghoul. Uh, Atie wanted to dive into the swamp and was at the last moment stopped from this uh, course of action. Uh, hours after they departed, uh, as the, the darkness is setting in, and by the darkness, I mean it's been dark the whole time, but now their bodies know it's, it's evening time. Uh, they come upon a broken down large stone building from which emit a green light and three angry sounding kobolds. And so we're going to start off in a way we haven't in a while with everybody rolling initiative. So oh. click, uh, uh, move your way over to, hold on, let me make sure, double check. We got that fog on. Yep, okay, cool. Save settings. We're going to bring you so, all over to this page. Casey, I have a question. Yes. I was on my character sheet. I was at disadvantage. And I think I know why. Is does, I'm, I, I know that it everything was paused but i don't i i feel like in my soul i can't cheat so are we all still at disadvantage if we were at disadvantage before i believe two of you were at disadvantage for the uh the difficulty of traveling through the heavier and heavier swamp, the swamp. Hmm. Yes. Uh, and zane is one for whom this was not the easiest to travel so yes on ability checks you you have exhaustion that was it was Zane and Karf, uh, I believe. Yeah. Ooh, I was Karf, walking on top of the deal. Karf was selflessly clearing <laughs> a path for the rest of us through the sludge of the swamp. As you can see by our background on our thing here, this is this is the path that, that Karif cleared. <laughs> and especially so that Zane's shoes did not get an excessive amount of mud on them. Right. That was one of the important factors as traveling. Now it is dark enough, and uh, raise your hand if you don't have dark vision. I believe that we established that maybe all of you do, elf, half-elf, half-elf, and dwarf, so wonderful. Um, let me remind you, dark vision newcomers means that you can see 60 feet in most cases um, as if it was dim light. Uh, excuse me, in dim light, you can see as if it was bright. And in dark light, you can see as if it was dim, but it's black and white, it's grayscale. So with the unnatural darkness and evening setting, it is now uh, a very difficult to see. Uh, so you can only see up to about 60 feet in front of you. Uh, we'll be moving that as we go. Um, if you, uh, so I didn't allow this yet. First, uh, 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 I didn't tell you correctly yet. Go ahead and pull your character name. So on the top right, you've got your journal. Pull your character name onto some of the green that you can see where you think you would be. That's how you put your token on the board. And yeah, as with all teaching, I'm going to let y'all do it so you know how for the future. And if you don't, if you reload the page, I'm going to whoop, shoot you down here. Whoop. Gotcha. So oh, it looks no. like we've got a Wayne and an Atia. Huh. Okay, so where, where did you drag it from? Uh, so, yeah, you just pop it. Wait, you uh, it's uh, the go to line, your... right? There's oh. only one line. So go to oh, journal so... at the top right, and you'll see yeah. your name as one of the entries. The, the second one. Uh-huh. Right. What? Uh, then, yeah, just click KF. Cool. And drag and the pull. name in, not the picture. Yeah. Zane has a run. Aha. Ah, there's Kara. I'm such a good TA. You are a good TA. Thank you so much. Okay. Um, so place yourselves as you would have been traveling through the swamp. You're coming in from the south, the south, the southern edge. 
And these are the three kobolds you saw uh, coming from the building. I'll remind you because it's been two weeks. Um, I think Carl that... is kind of leading. Except for me, because I can walk. I can walk in the mud by myself. Right. You were traipsing along the top, uh, recalling Legolas, I believe. Yes. Um, so, uh, as you were entering, the music was not set to loop, but that's an easy fix. Um, as you were entering, uh, Zane, I believe, succeeded fairly well on a, a check that allowed them to recognize at least one somewhat historical fact about kobolds, and that's they are often found near dragons in some way, shape, or form. Uh, they are often servants of dragons. They, as tiny, scaly, lizard-like people, uh, greatly revere dragons um i'm gonna make sure that zane ends up in the initiative because you've already rolled so at turn and zane had an eight cool and we got there so um i'm gonna roll two others okay 12 and 17 so atia what is your oh your dex is definitely going to beat theirs so we're going to say uh i'm acting on uh just after atia and uh Actually, 17 and 12 are both in the middle. So everybody's going to act in between Atia and Karaf so far. So you have been trudging through the swamp, and you see these three exit uh, from the doorway of this temple. Uh, the doorway is not easy to see through. It is dark inside. Uh, and they've come running out, having heard the not necessarily stealthy party. Uh, have at it. What do y'all do? You have so recently just... left the cover of the trees, and Wayne is first to act if he so chooses. That was my uh, question. <laughs> well, I think Wayne, uh, having just having just sobered up, is probably uh, raring for a fight at this point. So Wayne is just going to charge headfirst into battle here. Uh, <laughs> let me find myself here. The official sound effect right there. <laughs> Love it. And remember how to do all the moving, because that was a long time ago. Oh, no, the moving. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like with one move, you could reach the first kobold. Yep, that sounds like an appropriately Wayne thing to do. Let's just... Okay. Wayne's going to rush in and attack this first kobold here. Did I get over there? Did y'all see me move? I did no. Okay. Now roll your attack. If that's what you're doing. If you're saying hi, you could roll persuasion, right? A charm. 19 does hit. Perhaps not surprising. Good job. One would hope. Woo. Oh, I need to. I need to do the thing. Yep. So then you, yep, for four damage. Okay. And you find. Oh, it is nearly on death's door. It does not look like they're the hardiest of folk. Um, you slice right into this one. That was your action. You still have a bonus action, uh, with which you could use your second weapon. Or something else that you choose. Yeah. Second weapon. Let's mm -hmm. go. A 14 also hits. 
Ooh. And for nine damage. So Wayne runs forward, seeing something to fight. Uh, uh, you said that he has sobered up by now, so this is purely uh, on purpose. Runs forward, slices with a scimitar, and then comes back up with the hand axe, and uh, the kobold just falls senseless um, to the side. Uh, and the others uh, are, have been making koboldy noises and seem to cry out a little bit uh, in anger. So that brings us to Atye, because I think Wayne doesn't have... Yeah, that was all three. That was move, action, bonus, action. So I'm going to put red dots on the dead, just as a reminder. That was his body flying to the side with a, with a nine for the remaining hit point. Wayne yells back to the group. One down, two to go. You guys coming? Um, so... I forgot the voice with that. I love it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I have a question. Um, sorry, what are these things called again? The little these are called kobolds. K-O-B-O-L-D. Okay, so um, uh, I remember that uh, because of Zane's insight and religious background, we know that they're related. Like they go, they they surround dragons, or they live with dragons, or something like that. Um, yeah, when they can, yeah. Okay, so I have a question. Uh, um, if I tried to do like a beast bond spell to get into the they mind are of one not of them? considered beasts. They okay. are also humanoids. Beasts oh. are going to be things like, you know, lions, wolves, all, all sorts of other, you know, okay. pure animal rather than walks on two legs. And then one more related question. Uh, so we're not trying to, like, find the dragon. It's going to become very apparent when the dragon is there. Is that fair? Okay. There might not even be a dragon. Is there a dragon? We haven't even True. seen a dragon yet. True. Yeah. I'm trying to decide whether or not I want to, like, you know, use one of these guys to find the dragon. Maybe it's sleeping, or if we should just kill all of them and then just, like, trample, you know, travel onwards. D&D has a beautiful thing that we, as we grow, will change slightly because the world should, you know, not be black and white. But in general, when you meet kobolds, it is assumed that they are purely evil and would not necessarily work with you to help you find the dragon. Okay. That is perfect explanation. So I will go ahead and uh, shoot the one. So I guess let me move first. Um, I'll move over by Zane. Okay. And then I'm going to use an arrow to shoot uh, the one that's right in front of Zane. Okay. The one on the right. Perfect. By Zane, she means Wayne. Oh, Wayne, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. They rhyme. I'm sorry. They that works do. The it's a it's a hard Monday. Zane I mean, or Wayne, it all works the same. One of the people, I'll just say hat hat guy. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so longbow. I think it's actually hat guy. <laughs> With a ten, the arrow whoo, sinks right by its ear and doesn't actually get it. That feels so accurate for today. Uh, yeah, and I'm not going to use a bonus. Wait, uh, with bonus actions, you can use them every time? You can use a bonus action every turn, yes. Uh, it, what are you wanting to do with it? I don't know. I just feel like I sh if I have the opportunity to do something There's, else, oh, I so, should do it. So, bonus actions are weird. Like, they're even for the sake of hearing it once now so that when it pops up later, you can't even use your action as a bonus action. There are things that... The, that wizards basically said this is something that is awkward in a way that you can do it while also doing something else, but you can't do two of them in a turn. Mm -hmm. uh, so not everybody even has the option for bonus actions. It's a way that they work in other stuff like, oh, you're a healer, but you want to do more than just that. 
you can right. do a bonus action thing. So okay. at the t at the moment, you don't have any natural bonus actions. Uh, Wayne does because he's got his second weapon. Nice. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I am done. Okay. Uh, that brings us to uh, two kobolds that will run forward. Uh, since they are on the same initiative, uh, they will both run and surround Wayne, who is... Uh, well, let me check their bonus. Okay. Um, so they are both going to take swings. And unfortunately, kobolds work pretty well together, so they get advantage because there are two of them, so they have pack tactics. So uh, does a 21 hit Wayne? <laughs> I assume well, it does, uh, I assume it does but there's there's weird things. So my I'm armor class of thirteen. Thirteen? Is that that is that against my armor class? Yes. That's... Yes, it's against your armor class. We'll double check with it later. For some reason, I thought you had slightly better than a thirteen. We might not have given you the right armor because I'm betting it's. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> what yeah, armor does your armor. character sheet say that you have? Let's double check. Wayne, leather armor. Yeah, as a fighter, you should not have leather oh, armor wait. unless we chose that for some yeah, odd reason. No, yeah, because it says I have a, a, a proficiency for heavy armor, but mm. I have leather armor on? Hey, I? this is... A, I'm not saying this fight is deadly. I'm just saying let's <laughs> make sure you got the right armor class. Yeah, you know, if, if I'm going to take on two kobolds by myself over here while everyone... <laughs> I'm close fighter, by, just starting not here. doing much. Hey, gave it a shot. Quite I did quite. Hey, same here. same fun. You could have oh chainmail or leather armor, longbow, and twenty arrows. So I'll bet that you just clicked the the leather armor at some point. Yep, that's probably what happened. Okay, <laughs> so we're gonna come up here. We're gonna fix that real fast. We're gonna click in the chain. Chain. I can spell chain. Chainmail. Drag that on your character sheet. Hey. Warning: AC nice. is not incorrect. Unequip armor, so we're going to turn that off and so turn that on. We... Your armor class is now 16, correctly so. I still get hit. It, you do, hit. but you'll be hit 15% less. less of the time. Hit. <laughs> so, uh, you get hit with one of them for, I guess I need the actual D4, huh? For four damage, and the other one swings in. Ooh, Ooh and with a uh, natural one and with advantage, a nine misses you. So one swings in and hits you for whatever I said, four damage, I think. Uh, remember, you can, on your number sheet, instead of literally doing the math, you can just type minus four, enter, and it'll do all the addition subtraction, which gets handy as a fight goes on. This is me trying to okay. remember where that part was. It's the top center. Click on your person, and then at the top, there's the green circle. That's your health. Ah, yes. The, the blue circle is your armor. Getting there. Okay, Maybe. so that brings us to uh, oh, Karf and Zane are out of order. I don't know how I did that. Zane with the eight. All right, so um, Zane is of course standing behind Karf because he was shuffling behind Karf to get through mm -hmm. the mud. Peeks out around behind and sees Wayne getting surrounded and goes. I think I have something that can help with that. And flicks his wrists and casts Fairy Fire. Ooh. And of course, as usual, we're going to go with a red flame. 
Lovely. Uh, and I don't think there's a way to get the two of them without also getting Wayne. So Wayne also make a dexterity saving throw. And they will make theirs. We got a uh, 12 and a 14. So one saves and one does not. So this one, uh, since red is already being used for death, let's use uh, pink as the reddish color. Um, so this one is now glowing with a reddish hue, uh, a lustrous reddish hue. Uh, despite the room behind the doors, there's still a hint of a green coming out. Uh, and Wayne got a 10. So Wayne is also glowing <laughs> with a reddish hue. Yay. And All right. There to and there. Uh... Wayne, Wayne is too too dazzled by the light <laughs> to come up with any any witty comments. For Wayne moment. is now sparkly sparkle fingers or whatever twinkle fingers. <laughs> twinkle <laughs> Wayne. Oh, perfect. Anything else, Zane? I love it. Yes, I'm trying to find where it went to. Oh, there it is. So uh, to try to make up for the fact that. He, he as he sees Wayne catch on fire and he's like well I figured that might happen sorry about that Wayne hope you enjoy the fire and in doing so flicks his wrist again the very flamboyant flamboyant motion and gives uh, Wayne bardic inspiration lovely so, uh, Wayne, you can read that on the side. You have 10 minutes in which to decide when to use it. The benefit is you can use it after an action if you don't like what role came up. And it is currently a D6. So you'll get to add that to a role that you aren't happy with in a minute. That all, Zane? Uh, yes, that is all. Wonderful. Oh, all can right. I move? Oh, can I move yes, a little bit? You okay, can. I'm going to move a little bit forward. You have all exited the swamp. So movement is... is uh, it, There was a clearing around this building. It was not meant to be hard to physically walk to. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dodge around Karif and, and kind of slish, splish splash my way forward a little bit. I don't think I'd be, make it, be able to make it all the way to the... Uh, you know, the center of the, the scurry, but uh, I'll make an attempt. Mm -hmm. Zane bravely steps forward. Karif, what do you do? <laughs> okay. So who has taken the most uh, HP damage? I feel like both Lauren, uh, both Atiye. Okay, so, so just, just, just Wayne. Uh, He's okay, taken so, four, yes. And, and so uh, I'll... Look! Look into heels for next round. But for now, he's got. He's surrounded. We're gonna. We're gonna do a little bit of. If I can figure out how to do this, there we go. Mm -hmm. Shield of faith. Uh, and if this isn't something I can do, please let me know. It's my you first time trying. Can. All right. Yes. First time trying a spell from the, <laughs> yes. from the character sheet. <laughs> uh, so I cast uh, shield of faith on Wayne. Okay. You are now holding concentration. A, a, a part of Karif's brain is is thinking of Wayne's safety. So what does that what does that look like when you use this magical ability for the first time? Uh, well, I it it looks a little bit like a Waterberg or Widnobbler, and and it it spins it spins around and shoots out of my fingers like sparks, and then it surrounds Wayne with just uh, like just a swirly. Yeah, I, I, there's a word that I can't think of. Like visible for, light? Um, what's the word? It's like, it's like it's like a donut shape of, of just light that's coming and surrounding it. A halo? A torus? Yes, that'll, that'll work. A torus, that's it. That's the one. A toroidal field hmm. surrounds. <laughs> Love I it. it. 
Uh, the whole, yeah. surrounds all of Wayne, Wayne or just the head or just the, all the chest? Them. All, all of them. Okay, wonderful. There's a bit of a shimmer around you, Wayne. In fact, there are two shimmers. One, your body <laughs> almost looks like it's on a magical red fire. And there's a, what color was it, uh, uh, Karf? You said similar to the Wib Nobbler, so. Yeah, so a, gold. Let's gold, say gold. A, a goldish. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm pink and gold. Border so around. pretty. I'm Iron um, Man. Yeah, so that's your bonus action. That's all. You still got more to do. Okay. Uh, you can action and, and you can move. I, I take my javelin and I fling it at one of the kobolds. Sure. Uh, at the, Which at one? the the one uh, that I've got clear line of sight on, the one that's on to the left of Wayne on the map right now. Okay. Reasonable. Uh, so that you know mechanically, uh, it's assumed that your friends aren't going to hinder you. So you could theoretically throw it through Wayne without a problem. If there okay. were two <laughs> enemies, they wouldn't get out of the way for you, but theoretically i'm, I'm uh, quite visible with all the lights around right. so. yeah the so, other thing to be aware of is that the the kobold in purple that is also excuse me the purple insignia who is also glowing in the red light looks easier to hit it looks like the light is is helping you aim a little better then i will javelin at that fella all right here so we go. roll javelin but with advantage Oh, roll down with advantage. Sorry. Yeah, so that'll be the six. So it'll be the sixteen. So you don't need to roll again. So sixteen okay. will hit. So Karaf hurls a javelin, and it goes right by Wayne's shoulder and into the the uh, kobold sitting in front of him that is glowing red, who then falls backwards with the force of the throw, uh, and falls to the ground, never to stand again. Huzzah. Okay. Um, Wayne, as we hit, Wayne yells back, the lights are pretty, but that throw was prettier. Thanks. <laughs> Got Love you, it. bro. As the uh, we hit the top of the order, um, everybody make a perception check. Perception. Things are happening. <laughs> Things are happening. Things Sorry, I totally happening. just opened a, a window that didn't need to be there, and. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, nobody gets any extra information. You do hear the sound. Carf uh, and Wayne most notably hear the sound as uh, at the top of the order, it looks like more um, kobolds, one, five, six, begin to head forward. Uh-oh. Um, uh yeah, and with the 14, that's that's all we hear happening. So they've moved forward, but that was their turn. Uh, Wayne, it's your turn. Right. Well, Wayne, being the man of action that he is, is obviously going to try to take down this kobold next to him. Sure. So I have to get back over to my character sheet to do that, though. <laughs> and wait for Ooh, that one didn't go go as well <laughs> uh an 11 misses you swing over this one but you having heard the others coming might have been a bit distracted and didn't notice are you going to use your bonus action to attack again yeah of course of course 16 so, does hit zane zane yells out don't forget you're so inspired by my beauty <laughs> so with your 14 uh with your 11 what that means is you could say i think 11's pretty close I'm going to roll a d6 and add it to it. Mm, I don't know. Now, with with there just being a one here, I wonder if maybe I need to save that. How long does that last? 10 minutes? It lasts 10 long? minutes, but uh, remember, it's only really useful if you miss close to the target. 
So if you hit, it doesn't help. And if you miss by a lot, it doesn't help. Eh, so why not? Let's give it a shot. Uh, sure. I need, what, a d6 for that? Just roll a d6, yep. See if I can remember how to do that over here. I'll bet you can. Slash roll space 1d6. Yep. You got a 5 turning that 11 into a 16. So your scimitar was going to miss. Uh, Zane, what does it look like when somebody feels inspired by you? What does it emotionally feel like? It's been a while since we've had this. It's been at least four weeks. What does it emotionally feel like? Yeah, what, what, is, it, like, what is it to be inspired? Like? How does Wayne feel? Oh, so they feel the most like exciting rush of just self-confidence and they just they feel like they're beautiful people inside and out and they can they they can do anything wayne as this feeling overtakes you you were about to miss but you, you, how would you possibly miss this confidence you slice through the first one dealing click the scimitar to see how much damage it was knocking it unconscious it falls over and you can move and use your other attack that you've already rolled we'll be generous and say it, it's not going to hurt you uh, and, and proceed and use that 16 to hit something else. Um, is it weird that I just noticed our kobolds kind of look like Yoda? Right. <laughs> oh, so sad now. Possibly oh. a little. Not right, intentional. Gonna... Let's see. I'm going to give to this one over here. Sure. And click my hand axe. Wonderful. And five damage. Wayne has taken out two in one turn with a little bit of help. As they are getting mowed down. There's only one visible. Uh, Y'all heard that there might be at least one more behind the door coming towards you. Uh, but that brings us to Atia's turn. Okay, so I would like to use Hunter's Mark. I don't know. I'm going to recommend, since you only get two in a day and you've seen these fall fast, that you should save that for something bigger. Okay. Is that, does I that will, make sense? It does. Yeah. I will wait for the dragon. It is totally reasonable to want to do that, but I don't want you to use it once, and then it dies in one oh. hit, and you never got to do anything with it. I would Same be sad. Disappeared. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, Um. so let me... So I think I'm going to move myself forward. Sure. Uh, by the dead things. Sure. Uh, by the dead Yodas. And I'm going to try to, again, uh, use a bow and arrow to kill the last remaining uh, creature. Sure, take a shot. Cobalt. Cobalt. There we go. Okay. Um, here we go. I did not click the button. I clicked the wrong thing. Okay. Now I did. Hey, oh. Maybe. With a crit. Nice. Uh, oh, so the first one actually worked. It was just delayed. So with a crit, <laughs> you deal double damage. So it rolled for you. Uh, you got a seven on the eight. Huh, it didn't double it. It doesn't matter. It blew it out of the water. Uh, yeah. You have not seen this happen before, but this kobold is virtually pinned to one of the two doors outside this stone building. They're not really standing doors and, a, and, a, and an arrow can't pierce stone that well but you have a feeling that if it was a tree it would have been pinned to the tree as it falls yes. um um slain clearly cleanly and easily by the huntress mm. mm -hmm. super happy mm -hmm. that brings us to uh zane everybody that you can see is has passed oh atia did you want to move more uh, you've only no. used uh two squares of movement 
Um, actually, yeah, I mean, I guess you said there was a door, uh, so I yep. will move closer to- Oh, yeah, I see the door now. Um, Just... I- How many moves? I get three? Three more? You get six total, so you have four more, if okay. I'm not mistaken. Right there, right by my dead... Yep. Hello. Slain enemy. Zane, your turn! So, I had to go let, uh, Zelda out. Can I get a, a one-turn recap? Sure. Everything is dead. Wayne destroyed two of them, and Atier pinned the other to what would have been pinning it to a tree, but unfortunately it was stone, so it, it just fell. Uh... I couldn't have done it without you, Zane. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. True. I couldn't have. Atier apparently could have. <laughs> yeah, I did it twice <laughs> on accident, so... <laughs> so, I, are we technically out of combat, then? No, surprisingly. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Mm. <laughs> Let me rephrase. So Let me rephrase. Because we've got new people. You are technically still in initiative because things that you do still matter turn by turn. That doesn't mean you're going to be hurt this turn. Mm. Uh, but especially for our three new players, uh, initiative is any time that things become time sensitive uh, so that we're keeping track round by round what's happening. Uh, since uh, I'm not taking you out of initiative, that gives you a little meta knowledge that, hey, the, behind the door is probably not just an empty room for us to search. Okay, so I'm I'm going to traipse over to one of our fallen foes, and as I do so, I look over at Wayne and give him a little wink and goes, I knew that you'd light my fire. <laughs> and then... I'm going to try to search one of these guys to see if I can ascertain either the one in front of me or the one behind me to try to ascertain if they're what what they're doing around here. Give me an investigation check. Kind of looking at, at what you see on them, what you can, can find quickly. Um, Zane runs forward. They're wearing travel garb. They don't... Uh, uh, this... I mean... Not like they have an outfit for travel and an outfit for combat and an outfit for whatever. But they're wearing clothes that would, uh, you know, leathers that would be well suited to combat and also to travel. Uh, they, I don't know how to justify this Sherlock Holmes wise, but I'm sure that there's a way. But you, you gather with a 16 uh, that they are not local, right? Mm. That, that, that there's something about them that screams they don't live in this house, Uh which could explain why they came out so quickly. Uh, they're not settled in or who knows what, but you, you gather as you're searching their bodies that this is not their home. All right. Um, and remind me, is this building that's behind us, is this a, is this a, a cabin or a house or? It's a large stone, somewhat set of ruins uh, that okay. were it brighter, you could see more of what's going on. But at the moment you just see large stone stone wall i'll give a little bit more uh, just so you can see that the like the stone seems to go to the side i'm also fighting with my browser right now to try to see more it's being really um, yeah top right corner has the zoom decrease and zoom increase that are fairly handy yeah, ata while just... while zane is working on browser stuff says are you planning on cooking those <laughs> is she, <'cause... laughs> Let nothing go away. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Zane cackles and say, "Oh, they're not really my my flavor. <laughs> I I can't I can't possibly think of any good dish to go with these fellas." And uh, then uh, uh, try just basically announces basically that 
the these guys appear to have not originated from here. That they are appear to be visitors and. Oh, let's Anything put it this else way. I was able you see, to ask you see a lot of as you're investigating. You see a lot of muds and things on their on the, freshish muds on their feet. So they probably also traveled recently through the swamp around, rather than coming out of a stone building. There we go. That's how <laughs> sure locked works. it. There we go. Goodness. So, uh, Karif. Yes. Your turn. Yeah. So now, um, I I'm not sure what we're even supposed to be focusing on. Um, and so, just to see if it does anything, I cast Detect Evil and Good, uh, which I am putting in the chat now. Uh, now, I love this spell, but I'm going to let you know, I'm not going to rule it as 30 feet uh, uh, range, because I think that that's always poopy when it's like, yeah, you're you're 35 feet away from it. So, to me, I'm going to give you more of a, a, a flavor, but not necessarily any specifics. If okay. it's outside of thirty feet, so I'm okay. going to tell you that as you as you cast this, how does how does it feel? How does Karif reach into nature and tell what is good and what is evil around them? Uh, you si simply probe the things you perceive and and how how that resonates in your being and your energy. There's there's sort of like a creepy vibe that is more of an evil vibe and a warm joyful vibe that is more of a good vibe and and uh, that's that's how this this works internally for Karif. Okay. Um, so it doesn't necessarily tell. So yes, perfect. Uh, it doesn't tell you like this person is good or this person is bad. It tells you about these weird beings. So you can sense that nearest to you are, you know, the humanoids that you can see, the kobolds that have been slain. Uh, you sense that not too far away. Uh, you can sense that not too far away. <laughs> something weird. You can sense that not too far away. There are. Um, there is something. Um, fey, which is unusual for a place like this. Mm -hmm. Um, and you sense. I'm gonna say a strong kind of the 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 how you described evil. It wasn't the the creepy. You sense you sense creepiness, and you sense a fey, and then you get a faint taste further away of maybe undead uh you know that you passed one way behind you uh but you feel that they're more in the general vicinity hmm. they do not feel like they're coming from the building in front of you though they feel kind of off in the outskirts okay so you feel like inside there is something fey and there is something evilish interesting uh, i relay this information to my compatriots as i move towards them uh at the maximum rate <laughs> Okay, so you can move six, and since uh, that was an action, yeah, you can move six squares forward. Uh, feel free to do so, and that brings us to the top of the round where one kobold, whoop, one kobold, comes out the door, and I'm just gonna say is quickly slain by everybody. But as he does so, he cries out, ah! and then he is he is slain, probably based on proximity, by an arrow to the face from the prepared ranger. Um, that brings us to everybody making a perception check. Ooh, nice. 18. We still at disadvantage? Uh, you and Zane are, yes. Not for attacks, just for, uh, Ooh. uh ability Ooh. check. Uh, I'm really glad I got those good rolls on those peanut butter sandwiches a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Arif is really focused on what's evil and good around. 
Okay. So, Wayne and Atier, you can tell that there is more fighting happening inside. It's not just the sounds of shuffling kobolds, but some kind of fighting is occurring. Um, you heard the scream nearby, and with a 20, Wayne, you can tell that none of it is necessarily coming toward you. It's loud enough fighting that it seems you might have been not noticed. Right. So, we are now for a moment because you noticed that out of initiative. So I'll leave it in the corner, uh, but delete all of you from it. So we are out of initiative. We return to uh, our regularly scheduled creepy music. <laughs> when I can find it. There Say we go. hi to puppy. <gasps> I thought I heard puppy steps. Okay. So we return to the atmosphere kind of dies down. You hear in the back, two of you here in the back, a clashing of some kind of fight happening. <clears throat> and you're outside this building with many dead bodies. So I think Wayne would turn to the rest of the group and say, sounds like there's more fun to be had inside. Shall we go check it out? I'm aboard. Kerif is on board. Yes. Zane Kerf. is already walking that direction. <laughs> okay, go that, ahead and put that, yourselves that inside. As you walk in, you see an archway in the north uh, that leads into another room and a doorway to the east that leads into another room. So you can't tell what's happening on the east, but you can tell from the sounds that the mm -hmm. uh, the fighting seems to be coming from the east. And I'll pull y'all up to here. I'll pull y'all up to here. Whoop. Nice. Hey, -o. I'm coming. I was say, I see three people. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've lost a party member. I have no excuses. Okay. You hear the fighting through the east door. You hear nothing to the north. You can make well, perception checks if you want to start to look around. You can make stealth checks if you want to proceed quietly. I don't you think that... Wherever you yeah. want. Our, uh, Atiyah's initial thoughts are not really to be stealthy. It sounds like, you know... There's already some uh, action happening, but sure. she, just because it is a new place and it's very, you know, kind of decayed and, and ruic like, uh, she would want to do perception or, or investigate the area. Sure. Go for perception. Anybody else who's looking around, uh, not distracted so much by combat that you're, you're too uh, worried, feel free to make a perception check. Wayne is trying to remember where the perception button is. <laughs> okay. I think Zane oh, wow. is more interested in trying to make sure he's got all the mud off of his boots. <laughs> right. There is some cleaning that needs to happen. Uh, Wayne hears... Uh, Wayne was the one to hear the fighting outside. Wayne, as you head inside... Uh, w so, here's where we're going to start splitting into actual, you know, in areas. What are y'all doing? So, what are each of you looking for as you enter this new scary place? Uh... Atiyah, you said you're looking around. Are you looking for anything in particular? Are you focused on the combat? Are you focused on a way around the combat? What is Atiyah looking for? 
I think Atier would be just interested. Uh, anything that's like old and decayed, like trying to figure out what it was. Sure. Um, so okay. she's not so overwhelmed. It seems like it was pretty easy to defeat the Cobalts, and she definitely nailed that one to the door. So okay, Atier, also confident. give me an investigation check then. Uh, okay. The other three, what are y'all each kind of focused on as you enter this place? Uh, I... Uh... I, I would like to heal uh, Wayne's uh, HP damage. I would like to. Oh man, I forgot. Sorry, Wayne. <laughs> it's okay. I'm I'm alive. I'm doing okay here. You're still. You I'm can alive. use your wounds as one of your spells. Notice that it can get as high as like eleven healing. You could also give him four points from your lay on hands. Okay. Because that um, you can be exact with, whereas you can't with mm -hmm. the spell. I see. I see. Okay. Uh, and does it cost the same either way? You have, so a, a the spell, you have two spells you can cast in a day, and you've cast one of them. And you're still concentrating on it, so Wayne still has increased armor. If okay. you cast the other, then you're done with spells until you take a long sleep. Cool. <laughs> Not the longest sleep, just a night's rest. <laughs> Not the long sleep. Um, a long sleep. If you use your lay on hands, that's also something you get back at the uh, at a long rest, but it is two t uh, five times your paladin level so you have 10 hit points in the day that you can dole out very precisely as far as the game is concerned you can say oh you're down by four i'll give you four and i've still got six more for later i, I will lay on hands and uh, <laughs> and and return wayne's four hp to him a lot of people like to save one because if somebody goes unconscious with even one you can wake them up nice so yeah, and i have two spells and i have the wound one too okay cool perfect awesome um Okay, so uh, Atia is investigating. Uh, Karf was worried about Wayne. Wayne and Zane. Do I? As you're investigating. Oh, I'm always, I'm always investigating. Okay, I need to go ahead. Feel if you're always investigating. Oh. I love uh, right now, I'm investigating the bottom of my shoes, apparently, uh, because who likes having mud on the bottom of their shoes? But while I'm doing so, I'm trying to look around at the decor, trying to ascertain who who has been here recently or what this place is all about. And I'm keeping in the back of my mind. I'm remembering that these things usually show up if there happen to be dragons around. So maybe I would be focused on looking to see if there's any kind of iconography that is similar to where you might find dragons also. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, Wayne, what did you say? Before we get into that, do I just need to go in plus four my HP yep. for John's move? Yep. Or Carve's move, excuse me. Mm -hmm. All right. And <clears throat> Love you, buddy. Uh, I, think, I think Wayne at this point, he, uh, even though he's really enjoying the fight, feels like that was a little too easy outside. So he wants to check and make sure there's no uh, hidden things or traps on the way into this next fight that we're headed towards. Uh, so that's probably what he'd be looking around for to make sure that the way is safe on the way in and that it doesn't charge in too quickly. Okay. So this, I always want to kind of do that because it's easy to just uh, head off on one person's thing. So as we're doing this, uh, Atier is looking around. You can move around the room a little bit. Um, Wayne probably heads off in the first with the 15 and also looking for safety for people. You don't see any traps as you're walking around with the 15. Nothing looks dangerous. And as you peek in the open doorway, because that's a safe thing to do, right? Is uh, <laughs> There's no door between us and other people. So uh, we want to know what's there. 
there won't be a door opening to make it very clear what's happening. So as you peek in, you see what, oh, come on, reveal areas, do it right. There we go. You see um, what was once maybe some kind of old dining hall, looks somewhat rotted tables, uh, uh, a, a place of, of gathering perhaps for the people that used to uh, stay here if they even did. Um, and so you, you check that room out there doesn't seem to be anything happening in it. Again, it's your dark vision that's seeing this. So you have to actually make your way a little bit in and a little bit out. And you don't notice anything hidden or dangerous uh, with a 15. Atia is investigating, which we're about to come to because 21, wow. Um, Zane, as you're looking around and you're thinking religious iconography, you're think, uh, excuse me, you're thinking dragon iconography, and you have a bit of a religious background. You see um, maybe decorations on the wall, maybe uh, uh, places that would have been built up as if this place was like a temple, but not quite. Uh, it doesn't have the normal trappings that a, 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 a holy place of worship would have, but it does have, you know, a pla like extra places for candles in what would be kind of almost uh, less useful and more decorative. Um, and you see, uh, because you're looking for it and because you had the other good check, um, you see, I'm going to say, uh, just a few words that are written around the wall that are written in Draconic. Uh, if you can't read Draconic, you have no idea what it says, but you're aware that it is Draconic lettering. I uh, can. You can. Um, can. You see, uh, uh, oh, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Where'd the paper go then? I, I have uh, Draconic uh, Ancestry. Actually, oh, do you? Yeah, I was unaware of that. Yes. You see um, uh, a name written up top, Thesira. Uh, and it's up top, I will say, on this <laughs> western wall. T-H-E-S-I-R-A would be the transliteration into common. Um, but you see the name Thesira uh, above a, 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 a kind of a diagram of what you can understand having seen Draconic as wings. Um, mm. And uh, uh, below it, you see the words, we wait. Um, so that's what you find. Uh, so that's giving you that little hint of, hey, something religious and something uh, draconic. Atier, you see, um, like with a 21 as you're walking through, you see the stones. You see kind of how they're broken down. You see, I mean, you, you, you haven't dealt a lot with civilization. But you're used to forest paths. You're used to trails. And as people regularly make their way one way or the other, they see, um, you know, we wear ruts in the ground. You kind of see that version here of there are, you know, paths that people used to walk, you know, into to get the food and out to get the other stuff. And you can see that at these, the, the, what, what looks like candles should be there um, near the symbol that Zane is looking at, um, you know, there are... Uh, little scuffs in the ground that you would equate to kneeling. So, you know, this is a place that people would come and sit and think for a while and then go back. So you see kind of a, a ritualistic approach to everything that's happening uh, inside. Um, without going in the other rooms, it's hard to get much more, but you sense that this place was in some way a place of worship or, you know, an offshoot of a religion. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and you can tell as you're looking around, you see holes in the top that would normally be letting light in, but with the immense cloud cover and it being nighttime, there's none coming in. It's just darkness outside of each. Nice. Okay. Anything else y'all are doing before I start acting? I mean, I'll act mm -hmm. when I want to. I'm just saying anything else in this time. I think, I think that's good. 
on my okay. end. Okay. You continue to hear the, the, the sounds of fighting in, in the east. Um, it doesn't sound hectic. Like you hear metal hit stone once in a while. Uh, give me an insight check. Uh, I'm going to say, Karaf, because you're not doing anything else uh, as a focus. So you're the most aware. With a 12, 12 is enough. 10 was the DC. You you get the impression of standoff. Uh, there is there is there is combat happening, but it is not progressing quickly. Hmm. Mm hmm. I relay this to my teammates. Hmm. Sure. And aside from that, y'all are just out in the foyer, chilling. You want to stop here for the like... night? Is that good? Seems like that's the only door other than the big dining hall up north, which is nothing going on in there. Anybody thoughts? I guess we should just head towards the fighting. Opportunities to rest don't show up every time you're That's about to fight, have true. a big fight. I could use that spell again. Yeah, you are at disadvantage. Yeah. I don't, I, I probably wouldn't say that. You probably a rest, fatigued. A rest, to get you, a rest to get you the spell back would be at least eight hours of nothing happening. Okay. So you don't have any indication whether the standoff will occur for eight hours or mm -hmm. if it's a momentary thing. I think how long uh, he was talking about like his actual fatigue that's putting him at disadvantage. Is that going to... That's that also an overnight hour? rest. Yeah. Ooh, I have a question. Can yes. any of my like uh, cure wounds um, work to like fight his fatigue rather than cure a, a wound? No, traditionally okay. it's a very high level spell to do that. There is one that does exactly that thing, uh, but the fatigue that you get from that kind of stuff is harder to get rid of than just uh, you know I got stabbed once, which is really <laughs> weird, isn't it? I got stabbed yeah. by a sword. Magic can fix it. I'm tired. Magic can't fix it until you're far stronger. Magic needs to know about caffeine. Okay. Yeah. So we. This is a. This is a, a, a. I would say you know for for my sake because I I love house ruling things and we're not playing straight D and D already anyway because I house rule stuff. Um, if you want to sacrifice a, a a spell for the sake of of getting rid of an exhaustion, I'm not against it. It does mean you have one less spell for the battle. Yeah, and then then you're just giving me one, and then I've got two, and you've got one. So I'm not sure. I don't know. It wouldn't give you a spell. It would get rid of your exhaustion so you don't roll with disadvantage on yeah. uh, oh. ability checks. Okay. And if anything, I would probably do Zane because Zane tends to save all of us. Mm -hmm. and it's Zane an option that you could take. It, it is not normal, so it would take a few minutes and we would have to you know, talk about it. But it's a thing you could consider. Team so, Huddle, what do we think? And and so I'm curious about that dragon thing that Zane saw on the wall. Uh, mm. What we 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 sleep, we we wait, we wait, we wait. Assuming Zane we... translated, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd, oh, I'd be yeah. willing to share that, and I probably would have been staring at it and mumbling it to myself, uh, loud enough to where people could understand yeah. me, but just you wait. As a reminder, um, because it's been a bit. Uh, Zane, you directed people here with your inner sense of the darkness. Would you at some point check while you're inside? Oh, absolutely, yes. Okay. Then as you check Was back there a in, check that I needed to do for that? or were you, no, were you just that's, that, that, is, that is a thing that narratively you learned from Terry. Uh, 
uh, and you succeeded at the previous rolls to know how to tap into it. If it was a timed thing, if it was whatever, then we might. But for now, it's it, with with moments you can figure it out. So Zane, uh, while looking here, now that you are inside and not beset upon by uh, kobolds, looks inside himself and in search, searches for where that darkness is. And and you have figured out that you are there. It, you are near it. Um, it in, in the way that getting near something sometimes makes like, where's the part that smells bad in this room? I don't know, right? So so now you're close enough that you can't tell an exact direction, but you do know that it is here. I mentioned that because I don't want to railroad y'all. So just because there's fighting near you doesn't mean you have to go in. That's just where Terry's trying to send you. <laughs> you could always so, leave if you want. This, this place is unoccupied. There's nobody else here, right? There's fighting in the room to your east. Place. So that's... Oh, in the room to the east. I thought you meant like to the east, like outside of the place. Oh, no, no, no. You hear fighting behind this door. Or oh. you hear the slow stalemate of fighting behind that door. Okay. So, dear friends, I have to tell you, I think we may have arrived at our destination. I think this is where we were meant to go. Okay. We know we were sent here by Terrence as part of a job. What were we gonna say? That, that was just me and my character sighing. Ah. <laughs> too too good of an actress. <laughs> True. What'd you say, Wayne? I'll just say that statement drips with ominousness. Mm -hmm. Ominousness. <laughs> Ominosity, even. Ominosity. Yeah. Wib nobbler. Wib. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Wib nobblessness. Um, I feel an enormous sense of foreboding. Uh, yeah. And does and anybody you... need a a, a a nap or a pick me up or anything <laughs> else before we uh, before we see what else is here? If I felt it would help, I would absolutely jump at the chance, but I'm not sure we've got the time. I can help with using a spell, but only for one person, and it, it will drain me a tiny bit, but not as much as it as you guys are drained, looking at your faces. <laughs> well, I don't know what you mean by that. Just talking about Carif <laughs> over here. <laughs> I always look fresh and ready his to go. His are sweated straight to his face. <laughs> Quite mad. I say that as I try hair. to brush mud <laughs> off of my hair and it off my clothes too um i feel fine i, I think i'm still glowing a bit <laughs> you do look glowing Wayne. glow of healthness i look things. at atia and say you know we don't know what's behind this door maybe maybe you should save your precious magic okay <laughs> and Zane, Zane, you were concerned about this trip in the first place. Uh, there was concern about trusting the Titans, and now that we're here at the moment of truth, I do wonder if it's worth the money if we're about to die. Aren't we always about to die? That's a fair point. <laughs> Ominousness. I suppose you only live once, though, isn't that right? Well, that is what they tell me. I have heard that. <laughs> so... Zane goes up to the door. Sure, go ahead and, and move yourself there. Tries to press 
press his ear against it a little bit to see if he can hear anything more specific. More specific? Sure, give me a perception check. With disadvantage, because Zane is still a bit exhausted. Oh, darn. But perception is our number one check. We we like the perceptions. 21 is your disadvantage, what? Zane? <laughs> yeah, Suddenly I don't Zane feel Zane. Zane. Everybody, hold on. This is, put, put, it, put it on the calendar. Zane has never had a good perception check, I don't believe. Zane. I'm concentrating. Oh, Zane cares God. this time. Zane, who we have seen a little bit in combat, is more likely to be at the back and maybe more nervous than we might have thought is worried and so therefore pays attention while listening to the door. Uh, with a 21, what you hear is you hear um, more kobold voices. They're kind of, uh, it sounds like they're conferring with each other. Oh, you speak Draconic. Um, I do. So you you hear things like, uh, circle around, circle around. And and uh, that side, no, don't don't fall back. And so they're, they're kind of, uh, conferring with each other how to proceed, and you also hear a, a, I think, skittering or chittering might be the right word. Um, and also very, very faintly you hear... Sounds like they got somebody held hostage back there. Hey. But you don't know. Oh, yeah, I don't know that. <laughs> I would think if I were anywhere near that perception. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're able to tell with the 21. Okay. So I step back for a second and I motion to all of my comrades to come come here real quick. And I tell them what I saw and I say, it might be possible for us to burst in and catch them, whoever it is, by surprise. I think they have someone hostage behind the door, just right behind that door there. They're trying to get organized. I don't know how many of them there are, but we we might be able to surprise them a little. I do like surprises, so long as I'm the one giving them. I, I think you might question. be. I can. So I have fog cloud. I really just want to use a spell. Um, I have fog cloud. Would that hurt our ability to aim, or would that just? Let me double check fog cloud. It's been a minute since I've read that one. A 20-foot radius sphere of fog centered on a point within range. The sphere spreads on corners. Area is heavily obscured. So what heavily obscured does is it is... Um, hold on. This is actually... I want to double check. Uh, it'll, it would give heavy It would give uh, heavy cover and it might stop spells. Oh. Like, I mean, it, not obviously you doing it. A heavily obscured area. Hold on. A heavily obscured area, find it, heavily. Oh yes, I read about this. A heavily obscured area blocks vision entirely, so you wouldn't be able to see within it, and they also couldn't see within it, which means that you would all be effectively blinded <laughs> unless you had some magical item that would let you see in the fog, right? Yeah. So uh, okay. you would be basically putting everybody at disadvantage for every attack, uh, both Not you and them. Not going to do that one. There are, I, you can definitely we think of times that, that would be that. very useful. Uh, now may not be the one, but it could give you a reason to start planning to, hey, maybe we can find a thing to let us see in the fog. And then we yeah. can use that. Fog glasses. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I think okay. that's called beer, right? Yeah. Your fog goggles. Gonna, gonna put two beer bottles on my head. 
Um, so Atia is also down to to follow Zane and Wayne Let's into the battle. Okay. Without fog. Okay. Well, if they're if they're organizing, I don't want to get involved in any labor disputes or cross a picket line, but I am interested in helping our kidnapping victims. So I suppose I'm in. I'm on board. Let's do it. Okay, so if y'all are going to proceed into the room, I'm going to imagine a little bit and not make you say magic words. Are you trying to uh, kind of stealth your way in? Yes. Or are you trying to loudly announce your presence as you enter? I I think that if if anybody wants to sneak in i'm not sure that that's going to be effective because they they kind they know someone's here it's just a matter of yes. and there's only one way in to the be room. clear i want to be very clear because zane got a fantastic role you heard the sounds and 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 earlier Karif heard that there's a standoff what you heard zane is not them organizing around the door you heard them organizing around whatever is making the skittering noises. There is a fight happening in there that does not even concern you at the door. I see. So it's more like a commotion. There's a commotion. Yes, else. I love it. Ah, that changes things. Yes. Uh, then Zane would definitely be on board with sneaking and assessing the situation once we get past the door. Yes. Okay. And I think he would suggest as much. That being the case, I'm going to ask you all to roll stealth checks. Uh, the DC is not the highest, just because they are currently doing things. Um, with my stealth, can I give a backstory of what I want to do? Yeah, I'd love to hear it. You can always give extra. Whether it pays off or not is hard to say. Um, oh, it's not that good. So, <laughs> But yeah, I was thinking, of, since you said there were holes in the ceiling, I could crawl through one of them and then crawl on the roof and go through that, like, look at the room that way? It is possible. It would take time. Okay. Uh, but if your party is willing to wait while you uh, head no. up... <clears throat> I mean, it's very possible. No, it's okay. It just seemed very James Bondy, you know, like, yeah. coming through a small hole in the ceiling, but I think we want to take the element of surprise. Okay. Totally understand. And it's the kind of thing where I'll tell you, just so that you know, it would yeah. make me roll to see, you know, how quickly it matters and then yours, you know, how well you climb or whatever would be compared to that. And if you were slower, things happen before you're ready. Mm -hmm. uh, similar as to what was happening in the room. Had y'all not gotten to a point of deciding to go in, there's a chance that things would have spilled out past the doorway. So uh, I'm always weighing how long y'all are thinking. So there's a little bit of a time pressure, but not too much of one. Mm -hmm. With a uh, six, an eight, and a four. Mm -hmm. uh, I really uh, feel like I should have healed y'all. <laughs> and Kara, for you, yeah, wait. Um, oh yeah, I was stealth. so stealthy. Three. You didn't, okay. you didn't even not see the roll. roll. Yeah. Oh. Okay. What I'm gonna say is that as you enter, you do not necessarily. Oh, place yourselves in the order you'd like to open the door, uh, before I reveal what's happening. Um, like who's at the front, who's at the back, etc. And then I, I, I will show you what you can see. No I think that Zane would stealth, would want to be close to the front. Okay. Uh, so would Karf. Karf's very heavily armored and got pretty oh. decent HP. Oh yeah, I'm not. I forgot. I'm not a fighter. Totally fine. Okay. Yeah, so as you line yourselves up at the door, and where's Wayne? Uh, yep, yeah, Wayne is trying to get to the right window. Is where Wayne is. Eh, that's fine. 
Why are you behind Zane? <laughs> like we pile up like like Marines about to enter a room, you know, you just I, get them. I'll, I'll join okay. Zane. Okay. There, so remember that it is very hard to see right now. So I want y'all to use a little bit of your imagination. As you, uh, so Zane implied that maybe you're the one opening the door. I feel like I probably would be. Yeah. I feel responsible. So Zane presses forward on this heavy stone door and it starts to open. And as it does, you get a small vision, right? Of nothing really. And as it opens wider and you get a better and better vision of the room, you see at the distance, you can see a kobold that appears to be dead on the floor. And I'm going to show you all a little more because I don't want to slowly inch our way over there. But notice that anything past the line currently is in the you virtually can't see it until you shuffle forward. And I'm just not going to make you all move square and then I reveal and then square and then I reveal. So uh, you see more kobolds all lined up and trying to circle with another Ooh, dead one. Oh, trying nice. to circle a gigantic spider. Hate spiders. That why, Casey? Why? I don't know. I didn't put it I there. It was there. So I started much. telling a story, and it turned out there was a spider there. Also, but if you uh, notice, spiders the count as beast. Uh, I believe so. Let me double check. Let Give me double check. Favorite enemy. <laughs> Both Atia and Lauren. Giant spider, large beast. Yep, I thought so. Large so, beast. but if you notice the red dot, these are surrounding a currently dead spider. Oh. Um, and yet they are still making noise because beyond them is another dead kobold and another dead kobold and another large spider. And that's all you can see from your positioning as you all whoop, push into the doorway. So you have stealthed poorly. And what that means is whatever you're doing, they're aware that there are noises happening behind them, but they're a bit engaged. So you're not going to get a full surprise upon them. Please ignore uh, that firebolt spell. Okay. I was about to start clicking javelin. I was like, where are we going? If you were all interested in, in progressing, you could proceed. Uh, okay. I'm we're interested. Gonna, yeah, I definitely uh, want to kill this. But thing. I'm not going to push you forward. I was just thinking how creepy it would be if I did the beast spawn with the spider. Like, I don't want to do it because it just sounds gross and horrible. <laughs> But I could, because it's a beast. Remember, you get... Uh, beast Bond, you establish a telepathic link with one beach, beast you touch that is friendly to you or charmed by you. Oh, yeah. So you have to first persuade it that it should be your friend. So it would work great on, like, a squirrel in the wild. Uh, maybe something that's evil and already fighting you wouldn't yeah. uh, easily get along with you my spells are so silly i can charm squirrels i'm kidding i love them no, yeah i mean you <laughs> definitely could and you could try to charm this and it'll build up over time mm. right okay Not so gonna do it. and we can make it work different ways for different stuff it's our game so mm. as you hear the music change you notice that people are fighting over there and there's a bit of a stalemate the kind you see in movies where somebody pokes in and then takes a step back and then pokes in and takes a step back so maybe these three all kind of move forward to get a better position on the still living one mm -hmm. um, and you see that these two whoops over here uh, are both uh, entrapped in a web I'm putting a yellow dot on them 
they seem to be stuck in a sticky yellow web, off-white web, and uh, cannot necessarily move. They're currently trying to struggle their way out. If y'all want to engage, then feel free to click on your tile and roll, click on your character and roll initiative. If you don't want to, then we'll just go to the next bit. Um, it, mm -hmm. it seems like Zane has the best feel for what's going on here. Uh, Oops. Zane, thoughts? He's looking very puzzled. What are they doing? And that's well, all you get like from Zane. a spider. <laughs> My arch nemesis, spider. So yeah, TA's like, she wants to kill that spider, but she'll follow the team dynamic. I suppose whatever's going on here, we we have to intervene. So I think some of us could get these ones that are tangled up pretty easily in this web. But some of us have got to go after this spider too. It looks... Oh, hideous. And when spiders. you say get, do you mean kill or free? <laughs> oh, no. Dearest Wayne, I mean kill. Ah, the simple choice. I like the that. Best. <laughs> oh, wow. Nice. All right. Initiative it is. Okay. RTA is itching to kill this big spider. Uh, Wayne, <laughs> give us an initiative. Getting there, uh, sorry. Perfect. Moving slowly. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, so our order is, uh, as, as you enter the room, and you have discussed a little bit, you see that the spider lashes out. Oops, wrong button. There we go. The spider lashes out at the... Uh, oh, they weren't on the grid. There we go. Put them on the grid. The spider lashes out at the kobold nearest, and uh, its uh, its claw with a little piercing in, in the end, little tiny grippy pierces, misses right over the kobold's head. So it scooted in to do that. So it swung at this kobold and missed. And that brings us to Zane's turn. I'm trying to figure out how far away I am. Uh, you are... Uh, 70 from the first yellow, 75 from the ones at the north. Yeah. I don't know if you can see the arrow I'm doing or not. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I, I guess I'm going to inch forward about 15 feet. Sure. Uh, and so that I am exactly 20 feet, or I'm sorry, so that I'm pretty much exactly 60 feet away from the trio of living kobolds and big big spider and as is my want to do wonderful light them up they will make their rolls with oh no i pulled the sticky out of the notebook instead of turning to the page oh no uh, so we'll we'll make it work, but that's okay. We just didn't mean to do that. You're good. That was on an accident. On Saturday, I forgot how I, like I programmed it. an Excel sheet live in front of. It was, it was cool. Yeah, I've great. been there. Yeah, I've done oh, yeah, that in front of my there. classes all the time. So okay. this is gonna. Nope, it didn't. <laughs> With a six, a seven, a one, and a three, all four of them fail. So all four of them 
light up with this wow. heavenly red All four? color. <laughs> the three strikes again. Uh, so I'm going to put pink for it again. Uh, as as Karaf recently learned, and the rest of you are getting the idea, these things are glowing with a bit of a holy fire from Zane, who had stepped forward, I believe, to about here-ish, uh -huh. to make that work. Uh, and and are easier to hit if you were to aim at them. You would get advantage. They will also get advantage on each other. And they have this dancing fire glowing about them. So I get really excited at my success at that. And I start singing kind of to myself almost. I lit them up, up, up. I lit them up, up, up. They on fire. <laughs> this one starts to dance. It's like, yeah. All right. In, in the web. Over there. Yeah, yeah, they want one. His feet are stuck, but his hips can move. <laughs> um, okay, anything else, Zane? Yes, Zane, with a this huge, just gorgeous smile on his face, turns around and points uh, directly at Wayne, and uh, says, "It's on you now." And gives Wayne another bardic inspiration. Okay. I want to try something because it's an idea I've had in the past. And I, this is, I'm going to use y'all as guinea pigs. Zane, give me a D20 roll just after a, that incredible a success. Random it's just a D luck thing. Okay. Yeah. It can't be negative. Okay. Nothing happens. Okay. No big. Uh, that brings us to Wayne. Right. I think, uh, so we can move, what, 30 is our... You can move 30 without dashing. You could spend your uh, action to also move even further to go 60. Yeah, that's kind of my thought is I might just go as far as I can there and try to get... Do you have anything you can next... throw? Any weapons that are ranged that you could hurl? I don't think so. Let me, um, hold on. I don't know if you uh, currently have daggers or if that's something Wayne would ever do. Mm, no, no. Car, if you're up next. Okay, so move your 60 forward if you're dashing. Sorry. No problem. I was in my, in my, uh, character sheet there. Hey, would would Wayne works. would Wayne have knowledge of how to throw daggers at all, or would that be not not be a weapon that Wayne would be trained in? Yeah, at it's, all? A, it's as a fighter, he's got all simple and martial weapons. Okay, so would it be possible for me to, as he's running up, I think that was 60. toss toss a dag toss one of my daggers at him, <laughs> not like at him at him, but like <laughs> you could have. Would Zane have done this in between? Make an intelligence check. Okay. Zane has fought with Wayne a couple of times and noticed Wayne never throws anything from distance. Oh, nice. Uh, I'm just making sure. Yeah, you're not proficient in that, so that's the exact same as an intelligence check. So yeah, with a, with over 15, uh, you you could have given Wayne a dagger earlier, thinking ahead. Oh, okay. So Wayne, you could have a dagger. Have so a if dagger. you wanted, you could be back 30 feet and throw a dagger, but you also could mm. just hold on to it for later. You would be trading 30 feet of movement for the ability to throw the dagger. Up to you. Ooh. No pressure. Decisions, decisions. Yeah, why not take a chance to hit something before I 
have to get in its face, right? Oh, sure. One, two, three, four, five, six. That's 30. <clears throat> um, and what am I going to roll for that since that's not actually You're my... going to roll. Uh, what is your uh, dagger is finished like throne. It has a throne property. You can use strength with it. So you're going to roll uh, uh, 1d20 plus your strength plus your proficiency, which is currently still two. I just don't know your strength. Um, my strength. Oh, I can um, find it though. Character uh, sheet. Three. Your strength is a three, three bonus. So yeah. you're gonna roll one d twenty plus five, and then the other thing I'm checking a dagger's range is twenty to sixty. Since it's more than twenty feet away, we're all learning. Since it's more than twenty feet away, you're gonna throw it with disadvantage. But since it's glowing purple, you're gonna throw it naturally. Right on. Nice. Okay. It would be normally so... hard to make this work. Uh, I'm going to get to the right page here. There we go. Mm -hmm. So can I tell it to add to that d20 as I'm rolling it? Or do I just roll the yeah, d20? Yeah, you can slash roll 1d20 add... plus 5. We also just plus, know we, we... Plus 5? Yeah. If you just roll a d20. Entirely wow. up to you. Oh! You can do that without the period. But with a natural one, this dagger that, that, that Zane, Zane thought ahead, Wayne never does anything at ranged and made sure you have a dagger. So you make sure to use it. And these nicely glowing things, really, the light shines off this dagger as it sails over their heads. Mm. <laughs> well, and that, that was worth a shot. That brings us to Karif. Worth a dagger. Uh, Karif sprints in as far as they can go. Okay. Um, That'll be what sixty. Are you so using you can get dash? to there? Yeah. Okay. And there they go. You can get one further if you want. Uh, I will. And then before Atia gets to go, they—I mean, one further to the right, because oh. diagonals don't cost anything. I see. So you've gone further, closer to your targets. Uh, oh. at, at this moment, um, one of the. Uh, two of the kobolds take a swing at the spider. Uh, that one missed. That one hits four. Okay. So the spider took some ouchies. Whoop, 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 whoop. Come on. There we go. So the spider gets hit by the, the closest kobold. The other kobold uh, turns around and runs toward Karaf and takes a swing. It is glowing. It has no pack tactics because nobody's near, so it only rolls one time. Uh, with a 19 plus something, I think it will hit. Oh, crap. And deal a total of three damage. Uh, out of 17. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can afford a, a few of those yeah. hits. I guess. As you as you do more, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure y'all take tons of damage so you get to learn what's the right level, right? And if you lose a few characters on the way, that's that's just the learning process, right? I just got so sad. <laughs> that won't happen until later, probably. <laughs> uh, that brings us to Atia. Yes. Um, okay. I, I got so ensnared by the the magical fighting Don't that I kind of forgot. There's there's webs everywhere. True that. Um, Okay, oh, the webbed so... ones. Hold on. We're seeing if they break free. Oh, no. <laughs> With a one and a two, they do not break free. Yes. <laughs> Great. Uh, um, I don't even need to see what bonus is. 
As if they're trying to use the same dagger motions that Wayne was using over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what I was saying earlier, uh, uh, Lauren, is that uh, uh, a, a giant spider is going to have more hit points than a kobold. That's something that you could hex, so you deal extra damage to it. And it's going to last more than a single hit, right? Nice. Uh, I'm not saying to use it on it. I'm saying this is when you see tons of little ones that fall, save hex for something that lasts more than a turn. Nice. That makes sense. And, and I was going to use for the hunter's uh, mark, but then I think that's the same thing as the Oh yeah, as sorry, hunter's fire. mark as, as, a, as a ranger. No, hunter's mark is not the same thing as the fairy fire. Uh, hunter's mark is you saying, I'm good at hunting you down, uh, so you are my target, and I will get extra damage as long as I attack you, as long as I keep concentrating on it. I definitely want to do that one then. Okay. Um, so I tried to put it into my spells, but I'm not sure if I did. Uh, and I also then don't know how to roll it. So you don't roll Hunter's Mark? It just okay. happens. Okay. Um, let's check your spells. Hunter's Mark. Oh, you've got it as level three. Okay, here we go. We're going to Hunter's Mark. We're going to bring it over. Chain Hunters. <laughs> Hunter's Mark. And we're bringing it over. It's now in your level one slots. And if you click spells and click Hunter's Mark... It will now tell you what it is. It rolled a, a d6 because it adds six damage to every time that you attack, but you can show spell description and see what it does. Nice. So uh, right now, it... you mark something. So run into the room first so that we know where you go. Okay, let's do that. Wait, uh, I got too close to the zooming in. Okay, so I think I just moved to three, yep. four, five, six. Okay. Should update hopefully. Okay. Yep. Did for me. Nice. And then, uh, oh, I see it. That's cool. I see Hunter's Mark now. Yeah. Um, beautiful. Except for now, all my. Never mind. I was on the wrong tab. Uh, so then, now that I've done Hunter's Mark, I would like to like try to shoot it with my longbow. Go for it. Yeah. Roll your attack. With Ooh. a crit. Ooh. I won. You rolled a 1 plus the 5 extra damage, right? The 5 being the 3 from your dexterity and 2 from being an archer. Plus you rolled a 3, so so far you're at a total of 9. Now also roll a d6 because you have marked this beast for slaying. I want to so you've slay. done 13 damage to it in a single attack. Uh, you see this thing is just absolutely... I don't know how to make a spider noise. That's pretty good. Something. So yeah, it, it yeah. squeal. I can't do a squeal. Imagine a, a high-pitched squeal that happens from this beast-like spider uh, that that is now fearing for its life when it had, with its partner, taken on dozens of kobolds. And that brings us to... Because uh, that's your bonus, your move, and your action, so I don't think you have anything left. So that brings us to the spider's turn. Um, it's going okay. to... Ooh, does it run? Does it recoup, uh, regroup? I think, no, I think it just attacks at one of the kobolds in front of it with advantage. <laughs> uh, yep, because of the glowing red, it bites out and takes off the head of this, oh, hold on. Uh. Takes off the head of the first kobold and starts chomping down on it, halfway to its happiness. Oh, no, I'm making no, sure that it no. actually does that. Yeah, it definitely does that. So this oh, one. Oh yeah, Wayne should do the spider sounds always. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it chews down on the head. 
and starts <laughs> and starts Kitty's eating it. And this kobold's body just just lays there. Uh, ah, its partner is next to it, can't important. do anything. Uh, but now that there's uh, uh, one left, it's going to uh, run further back uh, and take an attack of opportunity from that other kobold, trying to get safe. Uh, mm. The other kobold swings. Uh, with advantage because it's glowing, but still misses just barely. Uh, so this kobold takes a swing and misses. The spider hath run away back toward the corner uh, and crawled up the wall partway uh, on the inside of the building still. That brings us to Wayne, uh, Zane's turn. I don't know if Zane hates spiders, but uh, Jenny hates spiders. So. <laughs> <laughs> grossed out right now. <laughs> I know. Well, my real thought was there would be tons of little spiders everywhere, so I'm oh. glad I didn't do that. Yeah. Zane is oh, just offended by the down. ugliness of the creature. Oh, yes. Zane would absolutely be offended by the ugliness of the creature. There is They're no so doubt about that. No doubt at all. Um, let me see. Oh, that didn't do what I thought it was going to do. If I click on myself, does that... No, that doesn't do it either. How about if I click on this? No, that doesn't do it either. What are you trying to <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how far I am away from the two kobolds that are ensnared in the web right now. Oh, you, um, you are 55 from the closer one. Okay. It's the little circle with the ruler above the die. The I'm refreshing. I may have to reload my thing. I had it's to. doing weird things. Yeah, mine was not uh, acting. It was, it was misbehaving, uh, really. Okay. I may have to reload mine. Because uh, it's just, it, that's what I was doing, but it wasn't doing it. Um, so, oh, God. Spiders crawling up the walls. So, Zane's going to take uh, a few steps forward. Yeah. And uh, you're going to have to let me know how you feel about this, Casey. Um, so... Zane's intention is to send some type of firebolt, fireball thing at these two that are entrapped in the web and hope that the fire catches them both on fire at least a little bit, burns one severely, and hopefully at least catches some, the other one on fire to do some damage. So your cantrip can definitely hit one, and as they are both surrounded by the same uh, web, it could catch both. It could catch the web on fire. Um, I'm gonna say that w the 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 strength of your hit to the first one will determine if any of it carries over to the second. That's fair. Calling it cleaving rules, so to speak. <clears throat> yeah. So the, I'll I'll use this firebolt cantrip. So you definitely hit it, and with one damage, it doesn't carry through to the second one. A bitch. Uh, <laughs> but we will say that the that they are now in uh, uh, a web that. Uh, you know when you try to light a candle and it doesn't quite... You hold it there long enough and you take it away and you're like, it's lit, and then the flame goes out? That happens to uh -huh. the web. So the web, like, it, tr it it tried. Maybe the web is a little bit wet, you know? Maybe, maybe it... You know, maybe after walk walking through the swamp, the, the kobold was wet, but it took one damage. Definitely. One damage. Fantastic. Yes. I'm so excited by this one damage. <laughs> Aren't cantrips uh. just the worst? <laughs> They can be trying to save some of my oh, yeah. your spells for later. I mean, you don't need to save anything for later. Uh, You're in a very safe place. Uh-huh. 
I don't believe you <laughs> in any way, form, or fashion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that <was your> <laughs> yes. So I am going to, since Carif is near a cobalt and is the nearest of us to these things. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to do that. Did Karif take any damage in the previous fight? Or in this one, rather? He took they three did. damage. Oh! Which we need to... We'll come back to concentration in just a second. Keep going. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do that, I think. Um, uh, looks Looks at the pitiful performance of his fire and goes... I really need to get my act together and looks over looks over at Karif as he tries to pan the room and and says I hope y'all can take care of the the spiders if if y'all end up being closer not necessarily selfishly just like if you happen to see them first you got this and casts uh Karif gives a thumbs shield up, of faith to it is absolutely the case that Zane talks that much <laughs> to justify. Not, it's not this. It's it, if you if you absolutely talk that much. <laughs> um, so Carf uh, now has an extra two on their AC, and John, we're learning about all the stuff. So you are concentrating on Shield of Faith for Wayne because it hasn't been ten minutes yet. Okay. Right? Um, okay. What that means is every time you take damage, you have to roll a concentration check to see if you are still concentrating on it, or if that made you not remember to protect Wayne long enough that it disappeared, which is always a risk. So you're going to click on your sheet A, and this is not a disadvantage, this is just a straight roll. You're going to click Constitution Save, and that will always be the, did I remember, or did I concentrate on the spell check? Wait, that was just regular constitution. That wasn't saving. Uh, here's constitution saving throw. Here we go. It's the same bonus, so we'll stick with the 20. Um, in general, yes. if, you, if you roll one, John, and it's the wrong one, we'll just use the same die roll, like if you had okay. rolled it and then just change what we added to it. So it's perfectly oh, okay. fine. So okay. you still have a 20. 20 beats half the damage, and 20 beats 10, so you're safe. You are still holding it, and uh, Wayne still has an extra two armor class for another couple of minutes here. And now you have an extra two armor class, so your armor is now uh, 20. That rules. Thank you, Zane. Um, Zane, that finishes your turn. Wayne, you're up. Do you need to change it? Am I? What? Because what? it goes up to 20. I think, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, at this well, point, you, we'll Wayne... just remember that it does. I'll put oh, okay. a, an orange for Shield of Faith. Nice. Wayne just really wants to be involved in the battle, but seeing that Karif already has proximity to this one besides let's let's team up and and go for the nearest cobalt there <laughs> so um gonna move over here and join carve and then gonna attack that cobalt it's carve's relief is palpable do it taste it's in the air notice the pink uh, dot on it it is still glowing with red fire so you oh, get yeah, advantage, I get to on this advantage this one what up what up? <laughs> Twenty-three. Nice. You hit it. Let's see the damage. Oh yeah. 
That's not super impressive, but... It, it's enough to kill a kobold. So you step forward beside Karif, and you just slice this kobold shoulder to, to, to stern. Stern? That's a boat part, right? You slice it diagonally across its chest, and it just falls. Uh, Karif, you are freed from anything near you. Because uh, if, if, if you hadn't questioned yourself, no one would have questioned shoulder to stern. It was just... The alliteration I, was there. You had it. It was solid. You know me, Sequoia. I will always question myself. <laughs> I will question myself when there's nobody in the room. <laughs> okay. That brings us to Karf's turn. You oh are feeling that warmth that comes from magic that Zane casts upon you. True magic, not just inspiration. But you feel, I'm going to say, it's it's almost a fiery warmth. It it reminds you of the fire that's dancing on these things, but it is it is bolstering you rather than making you vulnerable. Uh, so your armor is a little bit tougher. Um, uh, is there a visual component to that, uh, Ginny? Um, I think, I, I think it would most likely, if it were to do anything, it would give like a, a, a reddish, bronzy kind of hue to the armor, perhaps. Yeah. So the same way yeah. that you kind of put a gold around Wayne earlier, and there still is one. There's almost a reddish hue that almost mimics that around your armor. Awesome. And it's your turn with one shiny red kobold near and one spider trying to leave. Hmm. And what's what's the blue kobold, uh, or my colorblind self, above the red spider, above the dead spider? The, oh, sorry. This is, oh, this is the pink Another one. Another fairy fire one. And down below are the two that are trapped in web and were okay. unable to free themselves. So with the renewed faith and vigor of the buffs, buffs from their compatriots, Karif draws their javelin and attacks the uh, kobold just above the spider. Perfect. Are you running to stab with it or throwing it? Throwing it. Okay, perfect. Uh, with an 18, you don't need to give yourself disadvantage any on attacks. That's only on ability checks. So you do hit it. Uh, in fact, you get it with advantage, so that's a 21 because it's glowing. And with this, you pin it and it falls dead. Because it had previously Huzzah. been in the fight and took just enough damage for that to finish it off. Huzzah. Huzzah. So you nail the one that had previously been damaged by the spider. And so it turns red. I will I will get away from using pink and red since you mentioned that. That's a really good point. Oh, yeah, colorblind. Ah, they are yes. so so close to each other. The old I can't curse. Select it. What happened? Okay, I don't know if it's roll 20 or my internet or what, but I can't move the bottom one. Just trust me, the bottom one's dead. So now you've got two in webs at the south and a spider at the northeast. Uh, are you doing anything else on your turn, Karif? Uh, I, I, make, I make a move to get closer to that spider so I can, go I can damage it on my next turn. Uh, yeah. How far can I go? And You can go I'm six not, squares. Okay, I'm not seeing the arrow. So I've got, I've got the ruler selected. So you just drag with the ruler selected, is that? Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah. Okay, I can go. You can go 30 feet. 30, 30 feet. Perfect. Yep, and if you ever want right. to go around corners or like, I want to go here first and then that, you can right click and it saves your intermediate points. Yes. Save, save it. It's not saving it. It's okay. I can see where it, where it's supposed to go now. That's fine. And there we go. Cool. You can go one more east. Um, I surely will. And that's perfect. 
that brings us to uh, Ati. Nope, that brings us to uh, the two kobolds trying to free themselves. Oh, the dancers. That is not a number. One of them does. <laughs> uh, they used their action, and they are going to try uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. It looks, without an insight check, like their goal is to run away. Mm. Hmm. Uh, 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 in fact, Zane hears, Get away! <laughs> Escape! <laughs> and that brings us to Atia's turn. Everyone else wonders what Zane is laughing at. <laughs> Everyone else hears, So, she, uh, Atia looks over at Zane because she sees the one that escaped and Zane seems like unfazed, very chill about it. So Atia continues to run forward to chase her arch nemesis, the spider. Uh, I think Love that it. was six. Uh, maybe. Maybe one You're more. Definitely in range for a shot. That's that's okay. for sure. Okay. Um, and so, uh, still forward. So there's your extra vision. Nice. Um, and so I'm going to again do the my longbow, and she pulls back. You know the bow. Uh -huh. Ready to kill her arch nemesis. Um, she's unfazed by the fact I'm. I'm also trying to find where the longbow is. Unfazed by the fact that it is on the wall. Always give shoot. us that flavor. Yeah. You still got uh, advantage on that one, right? It's very. It's oh wait, very yeah. Fired. yeah. Yeah. So roll again to see if you crit or not. What? Uh, what's a what's crit? So just roll roll a roll a d twenty. Okay. Because when you have advantage, if you hit with one but crit with the other, you get the extra damage. So you I hit. Know. So it sinks in. Um, roll the extra d6 uh, from the uh, hunt. Ooh! So you did 16 damage to it this turn after oh, I forget how much last turn. Uh, oh, 13. Yeah. Oh, 13. So uh, you d describe to me what it looks like as Atia destroys this spider with, a, with an Ooh. arrow shot. Ooh! All of her hatred for spiders is just really focused in on that bow. It's like Katniss from the Hunger Games. She is, you know, focused in. Uh, she sees the fiery light of the spider, and it just emphasizes its ugliness. And the arrow just soars straight and hits it right in the head, mouth, through the mouth. The mouth is open. goes through the mouth and immediately kills it. As you do so, um, you've... You this is the first time you've used Hunter's Mark. It's brand new magic that you felt when you woke uh, this morning after after your adventure uh, last night that you you don't remember. But again, there's that familiar feeling every time you have those dreams. And uh, the, the, the pastels, the weird colors that you saw there, um, as you shoot at it, you swear that your arrow uh, carries with it those colors. So as it impales the spider, those colors kind of disperse throughout its body. Uh, uh, graphically, it would look like a, almost a lightning, like an electric charge on a, on a movie, right? Something corny where it hits it and just kind of through it one time. <laughs> but it's these pastel bright colors that, that remind you of, of your dreams. Nice. Um, so so you're, th something about your connection to nature is carrying through in the form of that hunter's mark. Uh, and this spider... Uh, uh, Along came a sat down Miss Muffet uh, is dead. <laughs> yes. Um, nice work. Uh, that leaves uh, only the kobolds at the south, and I'll say y'all have y'all have rallied well enough around them that uh, you can finish them off or you can let them run, whichever you so choose. 
As a paladin, I see benefit and mercy, but I am with my friends, so I'll do what they want to do. Um, kobolds really are notoriously traditionally evil creatures, so they are oh, more likely assholes. to do harm in the world than good. You don't know these two individuals, but on average. I've, I, I've suddenly found so it within me to be murderous. <laughs> so your paladinness wants to take them yeah. out. Well, if they're evil, if we're living in a world of black and white, I'm going to... So we're, conflicted. Yeah, if, yes. if it's yin, yeah, I'll be the yin or whatever. When y'all are low I, level, I don't I'm think... going to give you black and white. I, I don't think that Zane, having known that we were led to this particular place to do this task and that we are like right in the middle of the center of whatever this negative mm -hmm. energy is, I don't think he would want anything in this place to live. Okay. So he would so, be all for just finishing it. As as y'all as y'all uh, uh, encroach upon them, uh, it, it, an arrow flies, Wayne cuts one off, uh, Karif, uh, progresses forward with his with his golden uh, uh, not golden with his red glow around. His, uh, excuse me, Karif. I, I you know it's written down in so many places, and then I still make the mistake. Karif okay. steps forward with their red glow about their mm. armor, um, and Zane, um, you know, probably nonchalantly walks in front of one of them, <laughs> and as as uh, Zane is about to take one out with a firebolt, the other one being taken care of by three people at once. You hear uh, it, it say, It's not worth it! It's not worth it! And then it, the fire hits it. Aww. And it passes away. I'm glad I can't speak their language, because that would make Atiyah a little sad. <laughs> were they speaking Draconic? They were speaking Draconic, yeah. Okay. Yep. So I, so I say, it's not worth it. As it falls it to the ground and... I look around and my compatriots and go, it's, it said it's not worth it. Why would it try to warn us? We just killed it. Wait, what's not worth what? 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 Something's I don't know. It's dead. Well, that's a shame. Yeah. Is it though? <laughs> In the so, aftermath, as y'all look around the room, uh, mm -hmm. you're, I want to know what each of you is trying to do. And I'm going to mention that in the middle of the fight, and I don't make a token for everything because, frankly, I, I'm I'm impressed with how much I do because I don't, mm -hmm. I don't I don't even know how to do most of this. So uh, you'll see our next map is maybe not the best, but I try. Uh, so there's not a token, but you see that in this uh, northeast corner, there is uh, a a body that was wrapped up in a spider's web, and you still hear. Oh, I wonder if this is that Fey I was sensing before. Uh, you could, you get to use uh, Detect Evil and Good uh, up to your Charisma modifier per day. So what is your Charisma modifier? My Charisma modifier is... Two? Uh, that can't be right. Fourteen? You know, if there's that, you can... Um, Oh, is it a spell, Detect Evil and Good? What am I thinking? Yes. What's the paladin? There's a paladin ability. Five. Me, paladin. I'm blanking. Oh, so so I've, I've, been, I've been out of spells for a minute, then, if, that, if I've already used both my spells. What was your... What was your Divine thing? Sense is what I was thinking of, not the spell, mm. Detect Evil and Good. Divine Sense, which is very similar. Okay. So 5e Divine Sense. 
Or y'all use it the more I'll memorize things. Uh, so divine sense that you've had since level one uh you uh since the presence of strong evil uh again location of celestial fiend or undead so it's very similar to detect evil and good um uh it's slightly different for our purposes right now it's totally fine you get to do it a number of times equal to one plus your charisma modifier so you can do it three times in a day Ooh, nice. you've done it once are, are you curious to use it for this uh, uh wrapped mm -hmm. being I, I think it would be easier to just go up and use my dagger to cut <laughs> some of the webbing, uh, like cut their head free and talk to them. You certainly could. Yeah, that's what Kerif does. Okay. Um, so Kerif is going to go free the webbed person. Is anybody else going with Kerif or doing something else in particular? Yeah, Zane, Zane would start walking over there. I like it. Wayne Everybody's is also curious. Oh, I'm sorry. Everybody's at an angle like Zane. Sauntering, mm -hmm. yes. And Kerif does not free them entirely because they may be they may be wrapped up for a reason. I want to be sure they're cool first. Yeah, I was wondering why why Zane was cattywampus there. Um, because I don't know. <laughs> Zane wants to do his to be unique and hmm. beautiful in his own way. Uh, now that the uh, the other two mentioned going sorry, with sorry, Arif, what are you doing? Uh, Atia, I don't know if this is essential to say, but she would definitely be getting her arrows back, so pulling sure. them out of the dead corpses. It's a great thing to say early on, and over time we'll just say, yeah, of course you do. Um, yeah. We're not going to count specifically the number unless y'all don't visit town for a long time, and then we'll mm -hmm. we'll come up with a number you're close to. Mm -hmm. uh, but in general, you mentioning that tells me, hey, Atia is somebody who, uh, you know, polices her stuff. She finds the things that she's left and takes yeah. what's still worthwhile. Yeah. Um, okay, perfect. Yes. Um, maybe maybe Wayne would find that lost dagger while he was on the way yeah. back. <laughs> it stands out pretty well on the floor. It's, um, <laughs> it's the only piece of metal that was thrown at that wall for no particular reason. Oh, yeah. So yeah, you find it pretty pretty easily. Probably um, just apologize and return it to Zane. <laughs> Does Zane take it back? Yes, yeah, Zane takes okay. it back. We've seen how this goes. Um, this is nice so, try, big guy. Karaf. <laughs> Uh, as she proceeds to this wrapped uh, being, uh, you, you're you're aiming for the head. You said <laughs> not aiming for the head. You you clear off. You cut away some of the spider web. It is sticky, and you have a dagger right, and it's so it's stringy and getting stuck to your dagger as you do it. So it's it's a messy process. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Um, you see Where are the drugs headed. <laughs> sorry. sorry. <laughs> You clear away from the face, and this is a. Uh, Where is Rachel? Let's say it's a somewhat <laughs> regal-looking face. Uh, let's say that it uh, has black, swept-back hair. Um, the features are somewhere between human elf. They're on that more gaunt sides. Uh, no facial hair. Um, the the skin is a bit on the paler side. Uh, but but you 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 cut it free, um, and uh, hold on, I have to remember my notes. One second. I don't remember if I wrote the first line or not. Okay, it says, "Thank you for saving me." Oh, I was in there for so long. The vampire. <laughs> Does somebody say that? No. Well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait, are there vampires in this world? You probably have never met one, but you've heard stories same as anybody else. Then I would not recognize the accent. So she would, I would not say that. <laughs> yeah. 
There could be, I mean, parents could tell their kids scary stories. It's up to you. Is this person freed all the way? No, just, just their head. Just their head? Thank you very much. Would it be possible to free me the rest of the way? Hit him you can it. see that I am a bit stuck here at the moment. Why Why is that exactly? What happened there? Well, I, I saw this green glow and I came to explore and I thought there must be wonderful treasure. It happened when the clouds started to become uh, ominous, you might say. And as I proceeded, I walked inside and there were none of these little creatures around. And this spider, it surprised me and it catch me and this... this they are both dead now, and I thank you. You are all wonderful. And these spiders, they wrap me up, and I, I could not see much since then, but I have been yelling nonstop for hours for somebody to save me. I think, I thought the kobolds might be saving me, but I did not know that that's what they were. I just heard noises. Okay. So, John is now asking Casey, uh, am I out of spells? You have done Shield of Faith. Okay. Did you do a second one? I don't uh, think so. Did did we? So we didn't count detect evil and good as a spell. Correct. I'm using it as your divine sense instead. Okay. Uh, I then I used divine sense again. Okay. So this is your second usage of divine sense. You, um, let me check the wording again to make sure that I don't miss out on something. So you get the location of celestials fiends and undead within sixty feet of you that are not behind total cover. Um, I'm. Again, like I said, being a little bit looser with it, you still, uh, and I'm going to play it as, you know, Detective Evil and Good, where you still get some Fae stuff, because that makes more sense. Um, you got, uh, uh, you still get the reading of some kind of uh, Fae that is that is stronger. You have gotten closer to this this feeling um, that is not necessarily close to you. It is, it is uh, below in some way. Um, it, it, very close to you, you sense an undead. And, and there's nothing coming off of the person we, we just uh, set the head for. Very close to you, you sense an undead. Very close to me, I sense an undead. Yeah. I see, ah, I see, I see. So it, it seems that, that Atier's um, player, uh, who <laughs> did, didn't, did, did, uh, so. Where's the spider so, going? So the, the vampire instinct, while funny at the time, turns out around. to have been pretty solid. Mm. Uh, so, so team, I'm picking up an undead vibe off of uh, off our our new friend here, and I, I'm I'm gonna vote we not set him all the way free until we know what he's about, because he's a van he's he's a, he's undead. <laughs> Would you hold it against someone if they are not alive all the way? It's not my choice. Oh, so so this, the guy says this he's seems undead. a bit unfair and perhaps prejudicial. I suppose we would have some questions about your lifestyle if that's not too 20th century of us. <laughs> You are century? Yeah. Yes, uh, of course, you... I could answer questions. If we set you free, are you going to eat us? Eat you? Of course not. You are my saviors. I would never eat you. Do you eat babies? Do I eat what? Babies. Babies? Ooh, who would eat a baby? This sounds horrible. <laughs> you do not know much about my kind, do you? No. We are not much in the way of consuming of the flesh. Well, do you kill babies? No! <laughs> Are you a vampire? Be, that would be not smart. Am I a what? A vampire. <gasps> I cannot believe that you would think that, yes, I am a vampire. Yes. Mm, mm, mm. 
Mm. But I, I have no, I have no control in this matter. I was a normal person, and then uh, one day a vampire turned me into a vampire, and this is who I am. Can can we befriend him and he be a good vampire? Uh, if you're asking me as the DM, anything's possible. So I ask. I first ask the DM, Metally, <laughs> and then I ask the group. <laughs> Uh, I I have I have an innate distrust of, of vampires. Of the um, undead. <laughs> I, I don't see why he wouldn't be lying right now. Uh, feel free to give an insight check. So when I'm you're going specifically to, thinking about is somebody lying? I'm I'm gonna nudge up, kind of beside him, and kind of like kneel closer to him, Ooh. and kind of look look at his face a little bit. And can I get a little bit in tune with what I was sensing mm-hmm. before when I was trying to guide our way here? Certainly. Uh, Wayne, are you doing anything at this time? Um, Wayne uh, just just is distrustful at this point. He says, okay. uh, I'll have a rule about things that aren't alive, and that is that they should be dead. Well, I have a rule about not being dead, because I don't want to be dead. Carf, uh, as... as- as she listens, um, you're, I mean, you're trying to read, a, 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 not necessarily a life's worth, right? But you're trying to tell, is this person being honest? They're not being very committal about their answers. They're saying, you know, I wouldn't kill a baby. Um, you're not getting anything that feels like uh, uh, this was a deceitful statement. Um, so you're not getting the vibe, this uh, being would kill a baby if we let it free. Uh it does seem as it was acting like certain things were distasteful, like they were distasteful to it. Those looked like natural instincts. Um, that doesn't mean that it, you know, is good or evil, but you're not getting the idea that it is trying to lie to you. So while while Carf is speaking and this conversation has been going on, Zane is getting closer. How close do you get? Like, oh, I mean, do you do you make contact? This person is wrapped or... up in a spider web, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Zane would do that. This almost kind of like I, I don't know how to describe it but you know when you take take a knee just like take one knee right <laughs> beside the person mm-hmm. and and gets pretty close like like just kind of right over them yeah and gets to where I can actually like look into their eyes and into their face okay and I just say while I'm trying to get an insight into this I go what's your name uh, it, he, uh, 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 he looks over at you um, and says, uh, My, you are a gorgeous creature. Uh, my name is Nik- uh, Nikule, Nikule Ilika. That's me stuttering. He can say his name. Nikule Ilika. <laughs> <laughs> so you are, your hair is fiery. It is wonderful. Why, thank you. I... Are you I perhaps try to take taken, good care or of it. are you free? <laughs> oh. uh, well, I'm sorry, what did you say? Are you perhaps taken or are you free? Well, I suppose that we'll have to talk about that at a time when you're not all tied up, won't we? Or perhaps I could be. <laughs> oh. But no perhaps shade. not here. If you, if you want to cut me free, we could, we could move to a nicer place. Wayne takes okay. off his hat. And I have to ask. So as you're so nice. as you're doing this, so as 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 you're having this conversation and you've gotten closer and you're 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 doing both the you know keeping up the charm because it's so natural uh-huh. for you and 
getting in touch with that part of yourself that can sense, you know, what, you know, what brought you here. You sense that, 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 uh, that wrongness, that darkness, some kind of uh, uh, other, there's a hint of other to this being in front of you, but it is not what brought you here. Uh, it is, it is similar in a way. So I'm going to actually ask you to give me a, because I was doing this as religion, give me a religion check uh, or a wisdom check, because to me often, uh, you know, wisdom is the actual way that you interact with the God rather than intelligence. Uh, or okay. I guess for you, it'd be charisma with which you interact with your God. So, so feel free to give just a straight charisma, not a proficient role. Fair enough. Oh, that, what? come on. <laughs> yeah. oh, I um, haven't. It's because you're mighty. God. You can only I have do one thing. You started paying attention right now. That's embarrassing. So hold on. Okay. I'm I'm rethinking what it was to see what I was trying to give you and see if it breaks into chunks or what you do get from this. Because again, a failure doesn't mean you get nothing. It means you get less than you would have had otherwise. Well, um, so I want to straight ask him. Also, I want to be like, I need you to tell me how you got here. And and what's going on. This is a wonderful question with a fantastic backstory. You see, I was in my bed and I was asleep, as I often do, because the sun was out. Uh, just because I prefer to sleep during the day. It is not a requirement, really. But I was asleep and then I woke up and I was nearby in the forest and I felt a draw. There was something that was pulling at me. And so I came forward, and I saw in front of me this large building of stone, in which I assume we still find ourselves. And after finding this building of stone, I walk inside, and this draw, it is pulling at my heart. Which is strange, because my heart does not beat. So it is not a normal pulling, it is simply pulling at my heart. So I, I proceed inside. And it is perhaps because of this pulling, this sensation, that I am not the most careful, and these little petty spiders have caught me. Normally, such things could not catch Nikule, but today was a, a, a weird day. I was not here when I went to sleep, and I woke in a fog. It's weird for all of us, Nikule. It's weird for all of us. And Karif, you're sitting there and engaging the whole time and paying attention. None of it seems deceitful. Uh, he, he seems to genuinely be... Uh, he believes that he was transported here in some way, and that this is weird. The only thing keeping me from cutting this person loose all the way is the fact that they are a vampire, and those things do kill people, which I am charged to protect. So, uh, Atieta doesn't tell this to the group, but the reason why she is less willing, or less eager to kill the guy, especially because he you know, directly said, like, I didn't choose to be a vampire. It's because she sometimes wonders whether or not the group would think that she is some kind of mon monstrosity because of her, you know, her tendency to turn into other creatures. Um, but, but she... Love that so yes, perspective. Yeah, exactly. So, so she's, she's feeling a little empathetic with the vampire, but, um, and she's also very young too, so she's a little bit, like, less, she's a little naive sometimes about things. But she's sure. not gonna like jump in front of the vampire. <laughs> like Bella Wayne, style. are you doing anything here? Uh, nope. Just sitting back distrustfully. Okay, so you're still paying attention to the conversation, not doing something <laughs> else in the room. Um uh 
looks like Zane did an insight. Karf, I took you away from you for a moment. Is there something else you're doing during uh, while Zane engages? Uh, I'm 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 having I'm having suspicions uh, about what it means that this thing this person is here, and uh, th that we are now sort of responsible for whether or not they go free and live or die in this cave. Uh, Zane takes out his deck. Okay, that's that's good because because uh, Karif doesn't know what to do and doesn't want to make a decision that's going to cause the group to schism. Sure, Zane, you rolled an insight. What specifically were you looking at while speaking? If if I could tell whether he was being honest or not. For honesty, he, yeah, you get the sense that there was honesty in the story. Uh, if there's something more specific you're looking for, feel free to ask. You know, like. Um, I guess uh, more specifically, if I'm a little bit in tune with still what I'm trying to sense here, mm -hmm. if this thing is trying to intentionally draw this person to this for some um devious if it's part of some devious plan like if it's trying to draw evil and it's one of the things that it's trying to draw to it basically give me Does that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. Give, give me a wisdom or intelligence check also care if does relay that the creature does seem to be being honest while this is happening cool hey you you, you think uh, as as you're uh, the feeling that you're talking about, you don't feel the pull. You know that there is something below. You know that it is a darkness. You know that there is a portal, and that there's this idea of other, right? This this so things have been coming from where they shouldn't be. So the vampire uh, coming from where it shouldn't be fits, and the fact that there were these evil kobolds and large evil spiders nearby also fits the idea of evil being drawn near. Um, you do sense that it was not drawn in the same way. Uh, like it had a tug on it, but it wasn't like uh, 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 single-mindedly heading straight for whatever it was. Uh, okay. So, so yeah, so, so yeah, you, think that you are on the yeah. right track. There's something there. Okay. So I kind of lean over and like brush, brush his hair a little bit out of mm -hmm. his face and go... So I'm going to cut these webs off, but we need your help. Can you oh, show us the way to this oh. portal? You are my saviors. I would take you wherever you would like me to take you. Uh, I have a question. Excellent news. Um, can I can I use my spell to con to like the the beast? Does this count as a beast? <laughs> no, he's a humanoid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we will get. I promise you, there will be a beast in your path. That is not necessarily evil. I if just want yeah. You will definitely get to. You I want a beast friend. I do. I want a little you will, beast buddy. You, will, you know, this just sounds like a thing that, that now that your DM knows is a part of a story, but <laughs> you might have to earn it. But it'll, it'll be, be cute, there. like a fox or something. Just wonder. No, I'm kidding. Not, okay. a, not a peacock? No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh. uh -huh. <laughs> You've already got the peacock. We, we happen to know a few of those. Jeremy Smith. Yeah, um, I love that name. So, uh, you're about to cut him free, uh, uh, and he says that he would uh, take you where, where, wherever it is you would like to go. Uh, I so, do not know while, of a while portal, Zane is but... saying this, he's got he's got like one eyebrow up and that kind of like almost like a come hither look, but it's kind mm -hmm. of like a serious mm -hmm. "you better not fuck us over" type come hither look. You know, he looks. Uh, Y'all have both done great insight checks. He looks nonplussed, like. Uh, 
like a, a threat doesn't necessarily directly bother them. Um, it's just uh, a thing that they notice and, and proceed because once you're a vampire, things are a little bit different interpersonally speaking. So it notices the eyebrow uh, because you are trying to convey something with it. It doesn't have to roll. That's your purpose. Uh, and, and he says, well, I know of no portal, but I do know where I was being drawn, if that's what you are looking for. Mm. Indeed. It is somewhere here. Can we... Um... So I... I take out my dagger, and I'm not waiting for any of my compadres to to say okay or anything. It's something that I just decide to do. I start cutting on the webbing. Okay. He turns into a bat and flies away. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) And that would teach me a lesson. (laughs) So as as you cut him free, he says, well, thank you. He is um, immediately, uh, you sense a bond with this creature. Not from a charm, not from the way that you've interacted personally, but because the first thing that he does is fastidiously fix his clothing from all the web. There's time taken to fully, one must be, one must look one's best at all times, of course. Uh, he smooths his hair back. He is taking, he's taking the time. He's wearing, you know, what you would think of as stereotypical vampire clothes. They are, they are far too old, you know, that, but, but, but kept kept well pressed, um, blacks and 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 I think that the accent color is purple for this, uh, uh, you know, befitting of of, of attempting to be royalty, um, and and he he so he's brushing himself off while I'm assuming that y'all are watching over him to some degree, but the other question is what else are y'all doing during this time? So, Wayne, oh, uh, whilst whilst rolling his eyes, also makes a very large show of pulling out uh, his hand axe uh, <laughs> just to make the fact that, you know, he's he's not trusting this guy and he's ready for action should the need arise. <laughs> he picks at his fingernails and looks at yeah. you and, and, and does like one of those those half grins where you can see the, 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 the fang <laughs> oh. and a wink and says, I will not hurt you unless you would like me to. <laughs> Um, so Atia recommends that uh, she and Wayne watch, keep a guard on the vampire, um, maybe potentially let him feast on the dead corpses or something to get blood, um, but so that Zane and Karaf can rest um, before they head on, I think. As you suggest this, he says, you may watch over me, of course. I would, I would appreciate whoever would be happy to spend more time with me. It has been, as, as I have said, I have been stuck in there since, well, I'm used to being in my bed and losing track of time, but the sun usually tells me what time it is. But uh, at the moment, I just know that I was uh, wrapped up for a while. So I am not sure what time it is. Mm. As y'all heard his story, uh, anybody give me an intelligence check. Zane is so hit or miss. It's like you're using, uh, what's it called? A uh, high variance die or whatever. I know, it's high-low. It's like I'm using high-low dice, I know. Atia, as you heard the story, you, you understand implicitly from the timing being mentioned that uh, he was likely in the web close to eight hours like since it started to get dark when y'all were in Aerith 
And then you had time to travel here, fight the kobolds, stop and think, go inside, fight some. He's been in there for hours just yelling to be let out because he was unfortunately caught. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, what, what's, what's, what's our new friend's name? Nikule. I'm going to write it for y'all just because. Yeah. Uh, yes, please. <laughs> uh, help yourself to any of these kobolds over here. I mean, we're not going to eat them. Uh, it's been a while since you ate, probably. Oh, it has been a while, but I only have, uh, uh, I only partake of food every few weeks. Hmm. Oh, nice. I am, okay. I am set for a while now. Okay. Whew. Well, that's good. Yes, I think so. <laughs> uh, How handy that is. Yeah. <laughs> I am very handy. Say, say, Nikolai, uh, did did uh, Terence the troll have anything to do with you ending up out here? I have heard of no such being. Okay. But a troll named Terence. Alliteration is a little on the nose, is it not? <laughs> I mean, I I, I, I couldn't say. I, I don't know who who named him, but uh, I could couldn't say. Uh, uh, and so so Terence Terence didn't send you out here. Terence did send us out here. And so if you don't know anything about Terence, I get the sense that we haven't done what we were hired to do yet, even though we're out of doors to open. You know that you felt something that was the fey and the, the creepiness underneath. You felt it below you in some way. And similarly, Zane, I don't think you shared it yet, felt that there was something underneath. And neither of you, none of y'all have searched because you've been very focused on Nikule. Nikule. So anybody could look around if you would like. Uh, yeah, I care if uh, investigates. Okay. Uh, anybody who is looking around, go ahead and give me an investigate check. I think Wayne would be too I'm going to roll on. it, even though I have a feeling that the, the, the great, you know, D&D <laughs> magicians of the universe are going to say that I'm really distracted by Nicolay. That's my bet. <laughs> oh, oh, wow! Uh-oh! Oh. Uh -oh. I Had hate to, to do this. Yes, not. I hate to do it, Zane. But aren't oh, you still no. exhausted? Oh, oh, snap. I know. I am I'm still exhausted. exhausted. Let's okay. see what the gods say now. As is Kara. What yeah, do y'all gods average. say now? <laughs> okay. uh, so I'll take the 20 and the 16. So still pretty good. Because those were your first. I'll always, when, when we have any repetition or whatever, I'll just do with the first rolls. Because at a table, we would roll the die and then see the right yeah. number to add. It wouldn't be, oh, now I've got to re-roll it to add the right number. So I think that benefits y'all in general more than it hurts. So we're going to go with the 20 and 16. And the others were uh, scrolling 16, 11, and Wayne wasn't looking. Now Wayne's Wayne is, is too busy keeping an eye on, on Nico. Oh, darn. <laughs> Okay, um, that being the case, uh, he makes no moves. He sees you watching, and he, um, let's say that he tries uh, in a way that is successful no. to flirt with his eyes. Uh, and I don't mean successful as in you have to respond to it. I simply mean successful as in he does it well. And mm. Wayne can be, you know, whatever about it. Uh, but as you are the one paying attention to him, he is looking fondly at you. Uh, the three of you, as you are looking around, um, you uh, uh, see 
um, this room, um, so Zane already had some, some impressions about this place. Uh, and Zane sees a similar dragon symbol, uh, the wing symbol, on this northern wall where there is nothing. Um, uh, the uh, other things that are found, aside from the dragon symbol up here, um, you see the, 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 you can see a fire, you know, like pit in the southeast corner that was used um, not recently, but a while back. Um, it's clearly an old fire, not pit because, you know, it's above ground, mm -hmm. but it was an old fire pit um, and hay and stuff from bed. So some people have used this place as a shelter. Uh, there's no evidence of who it was or where. Like I mentioned before, the, the kobolds were covered in a bit of uh, sliminess and swampiness, and it did not look like they had just uh, been staying here. They, you know, were in and out. Um, they recently came from the outside. Uh, so you see evidence that people have been here. You see that dragonish symbol at the north. And um, let's see. So that was uh, 16, 16. Okay. And Karif's 11. Okay. So Karif finds um, as a dwarf, right? And, and with what you found before, you, as you're looking around, you're looking at a bit of the, the stone, the stability, you know, how well was this place built? And you find at about the same time that uh, uh, Zane and Atier realize that there's something special about that north wall, you realize with your dwarven heritage that something about the northern wall is uh, not necessarily structurally different. It's not like it's got a secret door, but there is something about it that would be uh, made with stones that are that are meant for ritualistic purposes. It is It is special stone. Um, so as you're noticing this, you're seeing that this stone, you know, it, it is not like everywhere else in the room. It was prepared differently. You can tell from the sheen and the placement um, that it was prepared differently. Uh, Atia, you notice, uh, you know, you're more used to nature, but you also were, were, you know, thinking of climbing around. So as you perhaps, you know, look up more than others do, notice that this part in front of you is actually more solid than anything else. It has no gaps on this, this piece in front of you below all the way to the top. It looks like it's solid. You would have to go above it to make sure. But unlike everywhere else that has, you know, divots and, and small holes and, and bits of uh, ruin, this piece is fully solid. Uh, and Zane, as you're investigating it and you see this, this symbol, um, there's a part of you that, that kind of, uh, reaches out that you've been getting in touch with. Like there's a voice inside you that was, you know, uh, uh, leading you here and you put your hand on the symbol and nothing happens directly, but it feels in a way that you don't recognize but it feels a little less solid than it should hmm. in a way that for the players to realize could best be described as holding a Xvart that was trying to get away that doesn't belong here. There's something about this that is less tangential than everything else. So it looks quite solid, feels soft almost, feels missing, feels jello-y. Um. <laughs> I want to try to put my hand through it. Okay. Uh, you you put your hand. <laughs> it, it is. You press, and, and it feels like something is trying to escape. And as you do, your hand slowly begins to go through the symbol. As it does, I'm going to give you an option as you're doing this. 
The okay. option is you notice that as you, your hand naturally went toward, you know, the symbol on the wall, the, the, the dragon wing kind of thing. As it does, um, you've played with Silly Putty before, right? Mm -hmm. You're of the age where you would take a newspaper and put the Silly Putty on it and stretch. The wings on the wall almost begin to stretch with your hand and start to, uh, as your hand pushes through, they start to come in from the sides as if they're heading towards your wrist. You don't have to keep pushing, but they are getting closer. Do you continue? No. I pull my hand back and turn around to the others and say, this wall is not solid. Should we see what's behind it? I, I'm not sure. <laughs> Sounds dangerous. Uh, I, I use divine sense to see if there's any mobs or anything on the other side of it. Um, I'm going to remind you that your divine sense earlier sensed uh, nothing evil or whatever around you beyond the undead uh, gentleman with whom you have made acquaintance and something that is that creepy feeling you described uh, and, and has a, a touch of fey. There's a bit of that, you know, if, if there were different flavors of these unnatural things, right? It's not celestial or demonic, it's fey. It's a little bit more nature, a little bit more whimsical. So it's a creepy, whimsical kind of thing coming from below somewhere. So you, so you already have a, a sense that nothing behind the wall is at least on your radar. Right, okay. kobolds don't show up on your radar. Uh, so, so, so I, I say to Zane, whatever we have to worry about in this in this building or or dungeon or cave, uh, whatever it is, it's not behind that wall. I think we're good to go through the wall in terms of beings trying to kill us. I think we should throw one of the cobalts through the wall first and see what happens. Maybe <laughs> attach a string to it. And then pull it back. Perhaps check for booby traps, kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. if it evaporates. Okay. Uh, Atia taking this this initiative, uh, grabs one. Um, they're smaller creatures. You're you're able to pick one up. Do you tie a string to it? Or I a do. Rope? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You've definitely got rope. You know, hunting. That's how you set up a snare. Um, you you tie something around a, a leg, and you you take this small thing and you <clears throat> chunk it at the wall, and it hits the wall solidly and falls. And then I turn back. And go, well. <laughs> That happened. <laughs> well, it was certainly an idea. So as you're getting I, close, as you go over toward it and you reach toward the body that you you threw down, because you were fairly close, so that you could actually mm -hmm. throw into it. As your hand brushes, the camera can see that while the body hits the wall and goes down, your fingertips barely pass through the wall. Hmm. Well, Kareth walks through. <laughs> As Kareth walks through, do you go straight for the symbol? Yes. <laughs> okay. You go straight for the symbol. No thought else. Uh, otherwise, as you're walking forward, the same thing happens that was happening to Zane. Uh, what what part are you just walking through, or are you putting a hand through first? Or a leg, or a head, or whatever? I, I have mispictured what we're doing. Uh, I'm, I'm picturing like a, like a platform nine and three quarters thing, like I'm going through a wall. And yes, I, I, and I'm asking what part of your body is first passing through the wall. Like are you, are, is it like you're walking in the dark so you put your hand out in case you hit something? Uh, yes, yes. So for, the, so for the children, it would be their cart of belongings goes through mm -hmm. first, right? Yeah, yeah. So what if Karaf's goes through first? Uh, holding the javelin out, <laughs> out So you've got front. the javelin out in front of you, two hands holding it. 
you know, ready, very prepared. And as your first, the javelin is going through. Um, you continue, I assume. Let me know, interrupt if you do not. Uh, as you start pushing the javelin through, it starts going through unlike the body. Um, when your hand reaches it, same thing that was happening to Zane happens. The dragon wings start to fold toward your arm. Uh, and, and the wall seems to warp around your arm. And they're getting closer and closer and closer to it. Do you still proceed? Oh, I did not understand that was what was happening to Zane earlier. And I feel silly and remove the javelin. Like, I don't want to be eaten by dragon wings today. Uh, let's say I'll pay just for attention kicks, next time. Let's say for kicks yeah. as you're doing it, you you you're in a hurry, so you drop the javelin. Yeah. As you drop it, the javelin gets shunted out of the solid wall. Well, shunted good. in or out? Back into shunted back room. toward you. Okay. Back toward you. Um, okay. And and the connection that you make after you experiment maybe a little bit more is that as long as a living thing is holding something, mm. you can carry it through, but it won't allow uh, uh, inanimate objects by themselves. Hmm. So our dead friend cannot go through. Correct. Ah. But that's why your fingertips could. Yeah. That's why the javelin could, because you were the one holding it. So I don't, I don't sense anything on the other side of this door trying to kill us. I don't nope. relish the idea of being eaten by dragon wings, but this could be largely for decorative effect, or it could just be to seal you in so you can't leave until something is done. It is a risk to go in. They are they are yay big. It's a it's a it's a symbol yay big that was wrapping towards your arm. Um, okay. I can't describe this well enough. I am not yet a master of prose. You're doing great. Um, You're doing great. Think yeah. that as you press into it, they are folding around it almost like a sleeve. So it's not like wings that are chomping on you. It's mm -hmm. like wings that are slowly starting to be alongside your arm. John would never continue, but I really want to know. Like, John wants to so, know what's on the other side, so I'm almost better than care through it. <laughs> so, Zane, Zane probably gets tired of mm -hmm. just second guessing himself and everybody second guessing this whole process and finally just exclaims, If somebody doesn't do it, I'm going to do it. And reaches Nicolay back leans behind over him. Dwayne and says, I knew that I liked them. <laughs> and old. I I grab uh, she, Nicolay's she hand. <laughs> I grab Nicolay's hand, hand and I yours. start I start going through it head first, kind of kind of like this with okay. one one hand like this through it. As you go, th is your hand out in front of you, or is you when you say head first? Yeah, but over? it's kind of like by my okay. face. Like I'm yeah. afraid for a rock to touch my face. Yeah. So, just so you barely. put a hand in front, and this thing, as more of you is entering than just your hand, you all see that the wall again starts to warp around Zane, who's heading in first, and very closely behind is Nicolay. And as Zane goes in, the wall seems to warp around, and the last part that you see the the, the dragon wings touching is Zane's shoulder blades. And then the wall continues to warp, but as Zane is going, you don't see dragon blades or dragon wings on the wall anymore. It's just plain wall. And Zane progresses through, and Nicolay follows. Crap. Uh, follows uh, just normally. And as he does, being right behind you, having been invited along, and not that's not a vampire joke, having been brought along, <laughs> he says, "Oh, this is fantastic! I love your wings." <laughs> and you have a so, little tattoo of, of wings on the back of your neck. I do. 
Kareth is pounding the wall, which is presumably solid now, wishing they'd gone through with Zane. Um, I'm going to, well, uh, what I'm going to say is, are y'all okay with me uh, jumping past the let's figure it out portion? Yeah. For uh, things that are just, for things that I think will just be frustrating? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean. Uh, y'all are able, over a couple of minutes, to get people through, but you realize that at the moment, Zane has to be helping people get through. Hmm. Yeah, because they were the first one through. Yeah. I would probably so probably what would happen for me is I would get to the other side and take take a look at where I was at and if nobody followed me I would just just do a little just give me one second okay and then go oh, back through because and you're try going to, get to see something else. since you have entered as you oh. make it through you <laughs> see a symbol on the floor that unlike the picture here, I couldn't, I didn't want to take the time to figure out editing because every time I get an idea, it's like, this would be really fast. And then three hours later, I've gotten one thing done. So oh, yeah. this is not a faded circle, but it should be a faded circle. The circle that you see in there um, uh, is definitely a faded, old, some kind of magic circle. And you can make an arcana check while you're there by yourself with, with Nikolai, <laughs> or you could uh, go out to try to get more people. I think I'm going to go get my crew first. Sure. So you pound on the wall, Karf. You're right. It doesn't open. You can't fall immediately. And you have that moment of regret until you see a, a Zane's hand come through, <laughs> followed by a Zane's head, and you take their hand. I cry a single tear. <laughs> that dwarven tear that is so hard to squeeze out just, you know... <laughs> You are in touch with something, and perhaps it's from being around Zane, or perhaps this is Karf's natural being. But mm. there is a there is there is belonging here. You were not left behind. Um, Zane comes back through and takes you, and then takes who's next? Uh, Atia is pretty close, so she would probably. Atia, and then Wayne, who has nobody to guard now. Is there anything you do while uh, uh, Nikolay has been taken through? Um, wait, while what? While Nikolay is. Ni Nikolay was already taken through by uh, Zane, so I'm wondering if you did anything while Nikolay was gone. Uh, no, probably not. But, uh, okay. I think uh, since Wayne is the last one to be taken through the wall, he turns around and tips his hat to the empty room as <laughs> Zane, nice. Zane pulls him through the wall. Okay. I'd be like, ready to go, big boy? <laughs> Which one was that at? That's Wayne. at Wayne. <laughs> Okay, perfect. Not sure why she keeps calling me big. He's, <laughs> he's calling me big. You have a big um, personality. So, as you have all now made it into that room, you see um, much more in the way of ritual regalia around. There are candlesticks in the corners, um, set up nicely, uh, covered in a thin layer of dust, uh, which doesn't make the most sense because there were no living beings in here necessarily to leave off you know the <laughs> cells that become dust but i think it looks better with dust on them so there are candlesticks there are uh low candles that are not burning they uh, have not been burning eternally uh, but there are low candles there is um a, a table with perhaps a a you know like a knife on it that isn't dirty um and and a bowl that is empty and in the center of the room is this uh green symbol um it is faded uh at a glance well give me whatever checks y'all would like to give 
and by that i mean if you're looking at this like hey is this religious then like i'm gonna use my tell me what you're rolling am i still at disadvantage um we're gonna say in this room with the checks you've had in this building already that you're at neutral and Karf, you might be at neutral depending on what it is you roll okay <laughs> so tell me what you're rolling say it again insight Okay, you've been doing a lot of insight. Your your role was still a nine, so that it doesn't change it too much. We'll That's take, okay. Yeah, uh, Arcana eleven, Arcana twelve, Religion seven. Wayne, you doing any checks? Um, we'll go with insight. Don't have well. to. If it'll come up, there yeah, it, it is. is. All right. Um, Wayne, as you're looking at this with an inside of 19, um, you're thinking of designers building this place. What on earth would be the purpose of a circle here? You're a practical person. You know, <laughs> why would there be a, a magic wall that leads into a tiny room that's not connected to anything? Um, and you think that this would be, uh, in a way, the foyer to the actual building, the actual important part of whatever this was. So you get the idea that somehow this is the real entrance and that everything before was a facade. Um, the Arcana checks, um, you both get working together, you get the idea that this symbol um, has something to do with uh, opening the door that would let you through to the next side. Um, and the glowing, uh, there's no way to be entirely sure, but there was a glowing green when the kobolds came out at first. And you have a feeling that this is somehow related to the clouds and everything else because it is the only source of light at the moment. Mm. Uh, and you've both done enough, you've seen enough magic in some way to know that magic things that glow don't just sit there and glow forever. Energy has to come in and out. So this has probably not been glowing forever. The fact that it's glowing now means it was probably glowing as a result of some kind of circumstance. So it's a very dull glow. Um, does anybody proceed on to the circle? Yeah, not, uh, question, question, question mark. Uh, did I, I'm just trying to remember, did Zane and or Karoff ever like actually tell the rest of us that what they sensed was below us? That's up to them. Did did I don't know remember yes. I remember you telling them that they sensed it, but I didn't remember if they ever explained that to the rest of us, the party. Uh in turn I, I did at one point just say Karoff relays this to the group. Okay. Um yeah. But but I did not actually like deliver writing about. So it. yes. So yeah, I think Wayne, uh, with his insight being up, would put together the two and two that whatever we're looking for is below us, and that there's that maybe this is the way down. So he would just hop out onto the circle because <laughs> it's Wayne, and that's how he rolls. Oh. Yeah. Wonderful. Nothing happens. <laughs> Atia would also join just because okay. she like she finds fondness with Wayne, so she's like, oh, Wayne's yeah. jumping, I'll jump. Yeah, and like an elevator, you're both jumping, nothing happens. <laughs> Maybe we need uh, Five our or dragon. Six. Maybe we need our dragon wings on the circle. Get over Zane. here, dragon wings. Dragon wings. So I, I look at the both of you and go... <laughs> doesn't even talk it jumps on this this is much different this feels much different than just going through a wall are, are you it, this could be either nothing or we could teleport somewhere 
Right? Like, I thought the whole thing was stop, stop doubting, guys. That's You've just, you've just got a magical tattoo out of nowhere, and and suddenly you're worried now. You know what? I I can't disagree with that. And so I I look over at Nikolai and say and say you coming too? Well, of course you are my hosts now. I I am at I'm here at your pleasure. I'm not sure if I'm fond of the word host. <laughs> and as I giggle at that exchange, I step onto the circle and kind of hold my breath. That sound was not me. As Zane steps onto the circle, there is a absolutely no sensation that Zane feels, but the green below grow, grow glows a little <laughs> brighter. And as you stand there for a moment, you hear a rumbling and. If I was a more clever person, this map would come apart. And you would see that this wall in the northwest corner actually opens. And inside is a room with a staircase that goes down. That you might have to zoom out to see. Shazam. And so you can now walk over there, presumably. And as our party heads toward the stairs they hear in each of their minds finally I've been waiting for someone (laughs) and that's where we're going to end ah cliffhanger (laughs) yay love it great job DM great great stuff great great stuff thank all of y'all Thank you, everybody, for coming. It's been a blast. And uh, we, we in two weeks, we'll see what the heck happens underneath these stairs. That totally... Ooh, I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> I was I just wanted to say goodbye. Our, our running theme is John wants the music too loud. Forever. John loves the music. <laughs> John cannot mix. You, you have to experience the music. And yes, we do. It we is do. a full body Starting with baking yeah, your ears. We bleed. all experience it. <laughs> right. Oh, it's like when I'm ready to leave, I just start blaring music. <laughs> Everybody, I'm do that whenever I'm done with my class now. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. hard. The Can't hear the you. Oscars, the music. You play your own music. It's like I'm done with everyone, so here's the music. Thanks. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That was excellent. Thank you so much, Casey. Yes. Thank y'all for joining. I'm having a blast making up a world that somebody is exploring we Uh, love to explore it it's a blast i'm glad that so far y'all haven't said what the and you know it's your vampire was was great oh absolutely lauren picked up on it immediately i was so happy (laughs) i have wanted to do a vampire voice for so long (laughs) after listening to i forget uh enter the mist or something like that there's a there's Mm. a a, a book about uh Zon, nice. and listening to an audiobook of it was just Jandar <laughs> Sunstar. I am Barovia, and I was like, "This is I have to be this someday." So, nice. uh, great. Uh, and 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 uh, we're actually hitting, I'll say, for the the first the first time, maybe maybe kind of the not theme, but the central. Um, you know, what's going on, at least for this campaign, because so far it's been a little bit of get to know you and a little bit of other stuff, and we're 
we're finally hitting uh, uh, what what is the idea here? And uh, hopefully, y'all are gonna see a bit more of it next time. Yay. When will that Look be? Look forward to it. I mean, I assume in two weeks, which should be the 29th. 29th. But that is right after Thanksgiving, so I don't know if that changes anybody's plan. Works for me. I am good on the 29th. Yeah. Everybody else is. If it works for everybody else, I'm on board. We uh, we might have weird things for the next one after that. Like, uh, it'll have to be three weeks. Um, But, yeah. Two weeks. Yeah, because then we're hitting holiday season, right? That's going to change for everybody. Yeah. Totally reasonable. All right. Well, I guess uh, we've we've taken care of everything. I guess uh, thanks, Casey. No need to head backstage. I, I think we got it. Oh, so, nice. We've uh, been streaming. We'll 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 see y'all uh, next time. And y'all, my favorite people. See y'all soon. Bye. Casey, Bye. 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 Bye.